BetMGM, the convenience of betting without waiting in line. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. It's time to listen to you, the listeners. Go to WCBM.com and vote in WCBM's latest poll. It's fun, fast, and lets us know that you want more from WCBM.com. Baltimore is listening. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right. Man, we were just talking about it on the morning drive. The southern border here is being invaded. It has been uh, invaded for quite some time. I I would go back to decades. We've been dealing with an invasion, if we're being honest. I'm not going to put it solely on President Joe Biden. Uh, Congress has kicked this can down the road time and time again, and that is both sides of the aisle. Let's be very clear about that. But things have obviously gotten a lot worse under President Joe Biden's administration. I was not happy when I saw Republicans on Capitol Hill that were against impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. And, of course, we're still dealing with the fact that he's still sitting in this position in which he can say whatever goes on at the border is just fine. Now, I did make a list of those Republicans. And if you could imagine, they're the ones that many people call out and say that they are rhinos. They are part of the deep state. They're part of the swamp. And I happen to agree. Uh, None of the Republicans on that list are uh, Trump supporters. I will say that. And so now we have a situation where even those that have sanctuary cities are asking for help. Now, first and foremost, let's be perfectly clear. If you are a sanctuary city and you are the mayor of that city, you have the authority to change your status. So you can then declare that you are no longer a sanctuary city. There's not a long out uh, process to do so. You could do that alongside city council. It is fine to do. But the virtual signaling must continue for some of these mayors. And so I'm specifically referring to Mayor of New York City, Mayor Eric Adams, and of course the mayor in Chicago, Brandon Johnson. Yes, they have a Brandon as well. And so now you have a situation where these two mayors are basically saying that they cannot handle any more legal aliens in their cities. Yet, they still won't change the status from sanctuary city to not a sanctuary city. Because then they would, in their minds, I'm sure, lose their progressive card, right? They have to still tell people that they're all about welcoming those across the southern border, even though everyone that comes across that border is, in fact, a criminal, right? When you come across illegally, you are a criminal. I don't care how old you are. You're a criminal. If you, as a mother, decide to take your two young children across that border, you are a criminal. And I believe you should be treated as such. Now, I also posted out on X, formerly known as Twitter, this morning. I said, look, all of these nonprofit organizations that are receiving federal funding to aid and assist these criminals crawling off, coming across the southern border, they need to be defunded immediately. These are our tax dollars at work. Now, we already know that we're fitting the bill for all these illegal aliens, right? The government itself doesn't actually have money. It is our money. But at the same time... They are actually receiving so much help with our tax dollars before they even hit American soil. Many of these individuals are being assisted while in Mexico. 
and they are being assisted to come across our border with these organizations that are being federally funded. They need to be defunded immediately. And if President Joe Biden, if anybody else is very serious about doing something about this crisis, this invasion right now, they would raise that. Now, I have to also question, why hasn't any Republican on Capitol Hill raised this concern in the past? We know that they're being assisted by organizations that are American organizations. We know that they come across the border. You ever see some of these uh, videos or some of these uh, images? They're coming across the border with President Joe Biden T-shirts, Joe Biden hats. Meanwhile, I said before, nobody in, in this country wears that merch. I guess, I guess they make it. Nobody wants it. They send it down to Mexico. I don't know how it works. But even though those individuals, they don't know a lick of English, but they do know how to say thank you, Joe Biden. That's interesting, isn't it? And so we do. We have many organizations that are now in Mexico that are assisting these individuals in coming across the border. I want to believe they're not just in Mexico. I believe we have federally funded organizations all over this world assisting people to come across the southern border as they do as criminals. I think we have federally funded organizations that are working with the cartel. If I'm being perfectly honest, this is how I feel. I believe they are working with the cartel. I think they're providing them with money, and I think they're providing them with weapons. I think they're providing them with anything they want. Look, we still never really got to the bottom of Fast and Furious. Right? Remember that? Oh, yes, that mission. Eric Holder under Barack Obama. That was his mission. Right? It was to track the guns, they said. Meanwhile, they tracked them so good, they found out El Chapo had some as they were raiding his home. And he had been using weapons from Fast and Furious, right? And Eric Holder, don't forget, when he was brought in front of Congress, remember, don't forget, he pled the fifth. He said he would not, would not be speaking. They sent him multiple subpoenas. He did not comply. Nothing happened to him. He's now working at a very cushy job in D.C. at a law firm, just sitting back, relaxing. But this has been a crisis for quite, quite some time. And the only president that really tried to do something about it recently in modern history, I would say, is President Trump. And he got a lot of pushback for it. And so, again, you have to wonder why hasn't many Republicans stepped up to say or do anything about it? You'll see them post about it. But even I could post about it. Right. You have some authority. Why aren't you doing something about it? Right. Are you a politician or are you a conservative influencer? I have some audio here I want you to hear uh, because, of course, we're talking about New York City Mayor Eric Adams and the Chicago mayor. And I want you to hear these are videos. This is obviously uh, very organized and orchestrated. They both yesterday posted videos where they're sitting in their offices in front of a camera. They're reading a script, uh, basically letting everybody know that they don't have any more room. They don't have any more resources. So this huge caravan that you're seeing coming across the border today, right, you're, you're seeing them. If you could just take a look at any of the images. Those coming across today, what they're trying to do is get ahead of it and saying, please don't send them here. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. But take a listen first to New York City uh, Mayor Eric Adams. We're seeing uh, the erosion of the quality of life that we've improved on in such a short period of time of this administration. And we have been impacted uh, for, for many uh, months 
We were able to keep the visualization of this crisis from hitting our streets, but we have reached a breaking point. We're no longer able to do that because of the volume and numbers. Just last week, we had 3,900 people that arrived here. We are averaging anywhere from 2,500 to close to 4,000 a week. And if you do the math, you see that's 8,000 every two weeks, potentially 16,000 a month that we must feed, clothe, house, educate children, and all the services that you would give a normal adult. And we're seeing that play out on our streets of New York. And that is what the breaking point looks like, what we are experiencing right now. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Crummy a river. Like, I care. I don't care. You want to be a sanctuary city. You see what he did not mention there? He didn't mention Joe Biden. He didn't mention this administration. He didn't mention the fact that he is a sanctuary city. He didn't say, you know what, we're going to change our status. He didn't say any of those things. He said, here are the numbers, folks, and we can't, we can't survive. This isn't sustainable. Help us, but not really help us. Right? you got to participate in your own rescue. A friend of mine used to say that all the time. And that is not what he's doing. He's basically saying, please, for the love of God, please, don't send them here. Please. I would send them there, uh, you know, swiftly. Swiftly. And look, I feel bad for some of the New Yorkers, not all of them, because a lot of them voted for this nonsense, let's be honest. A lot of them knew that uh, New York City was a sanctuary city. And when they, don't ever forget, when they decided to, uh, you know, label themselves as such, right? When they wanted to take on that sanctuary city title. Remember, there were many New Yorkers that were very excited about it. There were many New Yorkers that were like, yes, we're, we're very welcoming. We're so woke. You know, this country is made up of immigrants. Just come here. So, like, I don't feel that bad. I don't. And many of those that uh, did not vote for this, many of them already moved to Florida. Let's be honest. And so now you have a situation where a lot of these people, like he said, potentially 16,000 people a month. That's not sustainable. Could you imagine if this was happening during the pandemic when you saw the body bags in New York City piling up on the streets? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the hospitals and how overrun they would be? This is what they're dealing with, but it's self-inflicted. And yet, as you heard Bruce Elliott this morning, Joe Biden, the administration is really turning their back. But I mean, let's be honest. It's not like New York City Mayor Eric, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is asking uh, Joe Biden specifically for help. I've seen multiple videos from him and he doesn't mention Joe Biden's name. Now, do we hear about the fact that Joe Biden isn't uh, returning his call? Sure. But I need to see it. I need to see where Eric Adams is upset at this administration and what they're allowing to happen. And so, you know, we also still have these laws on the books where Texas, Florida, Arizona, all of these border states, they can't actually do anything about those coming across the border uh, without the federal government getting involved. Now, if you knew this, and we've known this for quite some time, and you know, you had Governor Greg Abbott in Texas pointing this out years ago, why on earth didn't we change those laws? I, I still want to know why we didn't do that. Look, I, I, I can point the finger here at Democrats, but not solely. I can't. I also want you to hear what the Chicago mayor is saying. And also, we get back from break. I hope that you weigh in on this. 410-WCBM-680. 410-922-6680. Something's got to give. Like I said, I don't feel sorry for these individuals. But at the same time, this is my country. It is being invaded. And there is no sense of national security. 
and my tax dollars are being used to assist. Take a listen to what uh, Mayor Brandon Johnson had to say in Chicago. But we have reached a critical point um, in this mission that absent real significant intervention immediately, our local economies are not designed and built to respond to this type of crisis. We are literally building a system as we go along. I commend Mayor Johnston and Mayor to, to meet this demand. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Oh, man. Their, their Mayor Brandon is... He might need media training with our Mayor Brandon. <laughs> Makes zero sense. These guys, they have no idea what they're doing. But again, they could simply change their status so that they're not sanctuary cities. It really is pretty simple. That's the first step. The second step would be walk your butt over to the White House. Let's just think about this for a second. Now, we hear, okay, they're not setting up the meetings. But really? Really? If New York City Mayor uh, Mayor Eric Adams, if he showed up at the White House... If he showed up on Capitol Hill, like, you know, the president of Ukraine does, Zelensky, when he wants to beg for money, if he showed up down there, do you think they're going to turn him away? They're not going to turn him away. Show up. What's the problem? Show up. Don't just sit in your office and say, we don't, I don't know if we can do this anymore. It's sad. It's pathetic. These are not leaders. I don't know why people elect individuals that are not leaders. And again, I'm not blaming just Democrats on this. Both parties are responsible for the invasion at the southern border. It's uh, it's sad because we all know what's going to happen. Uh, we're probably going to see even more of our tax dollars being raised. We do know that Governor Wes Moore is very, well, he used to be a Republican just a couple of years ago, but now he's very progressive. We know that uh, Mayor Brandon Scott is very progressive. And if the poll numbers continue like they do, I do wonder if Mayor Brandon Scott will then say that he wants to also be uh, a very welcoming sanctuary city here in Baltimore. Because think about it. If he if he moved all of those immigrants here and we don't check IDs for voting whatsoever, that could that could mean more votes his way. And if you're looking at the polling numbers between he and Sheila Dixon, also happy birthday to Sheila Dixon. It was her birthday yesterday as well. Uh, you know, if you're looking at the poll numbers, if he moved, I say, you know, say he accepted about 10,000 illegal migrants. And then he made sure or somebody in his team made sure that they voted for him for mayor. He could win. I wonder if that would happen. I wanted to ask you, do you think that Baltimore could expect Bus loads of illegal aliens. What What are your thoughts on this? 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. I, I would imagine that his team would most likely give it a thought. Most likely. Because think about it. It's going to be a close call for he and Sheila Dixon in November of 2024. It's going to be very close. But a good 5,000 to 10,000 voters that come across this border illegally and end up here in Baltimore... That could put him over the top. That could put him over the top. All right. You can call me. Let me know. Do you think that's going to happen? 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. Love to hear from you. Uh, After this conversation, we are going to talk about State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby and how she may be disbarred here coming up shortly. 
Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. The Rob Carson Show. Bad dog owners of the past, if their dog would make a mess, they thought they could go rub their dog's face in it and the dog would learn. But what the Democrat Party does, and Joe Biden has done, is they create a mess and they rub your face in it. And there are migrants released by the Border Patrol. They actually go through TSA faster than paying passengers in Tucson. They take them past security without ID to load them on planes to go around the country. The Rob Carson Show. Weekdays, noon to 3 on Talk. Radio 680 WCBM. All right, we're talking about the non existing southern border. Yeah, I mean, you can't even call it a border at this point. <laughs> we might as well just shake hands with Mexico and say we are one. It's, it's not a border. No one's being stopped. The caravan right now. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, you can go to social media, any platform, you'll see it. Uh, whether it's the still images or the video footage, you will see thousands upon thousands of people walking across the border like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Now, I went to the Rio Grande. I told you guys this. Uh, I think that was two years ago with the United Cajun Navy. And I've had Brian Trasher on the show talking about it. Uh, but right now, even the United Cajun Navy are not allowed in those waters, which I went with them, uh, you know, to kind of check things out in, uh, in the Rio Grande because that private owner, there's a private owner down there that has private property right there at the Rio Grande. That's, that's the water. The United Cajun Navy would use to access, uh, seeing what they saw at the border and try to stop some of those migrants coming across. Well, they're no longer to use, they're no longer allowed to use that private property. And I do want to have Brian Trasher back on the show to explain what's been going on. It almost sounds to me, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds to me that he's being paid not to allow certain people to use his private property. I could be wrong. And that's why I do want to have Brian on the show. He'll actually be in town, I think, uh, January 23rd through the 25th. Uh, everybody from Louisiana is coming up, so maybe we can come here uh, in studio. We can talk to him. Uh, Marty, the text line says, you can send them to Martha's Vineyard to hang out with the Obama family. <laughs> you could do that. You saw how, how fast they got rid of those migrants uh, when uh, Governor Ron DeSantis sent them up north. Uh, Dan in Baltimore, you wanted to weigh in? Hey, dear. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, I agree with uh, the fact that all these cities are, are allowing it, but you need, every time you bring a topic up like this, you need to remind the listeners, especially those around here in Baltimore and in Maryland, that Maryland is a sanctuary state. Baltimore is a sanctuary state. And these people need to be reminded. Uh, if I was Abbott, I wouldn't necessarily be sending them to the big cities. I'd send them to the small cities as well. Wouldn't yeah. that make sense? 
Yeah, Dan, and, you know, I, I do know that we are sanctuary here. I guess, you know, I wonder what that entails, right? Is it, do they do it because there are some cities and some mayors that advertise it, like Mayor Eric Adams has done in the past? Do you think that's why they haven't been sending busloads like they have to New York? Uh, I think it's because if you're gonna if you're gonna go after somebody, you're gonna go after the biggest. But that doesn't mean you're gonna be able to be successful. Right. If you start sending them to the smaller ones. Let the smaller areas see what the bigger areas are doing. Yeah. And the smaller areas would have more ability to absorb because they haven't been overloaded. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, I think this is why a lot of people have been asking, and I've had some of the uh, candidates for mayor here on the show for Baltimore, and people have been asking, you know, what would you do if busloads of illegal aliens started showing up? And Where believe it or not, we've had some, we have had to, yeah, we've had some candidates to yeah, say, they, so they we don't know. They don't want that brought up, but I think you're right when you were saying that uh, all the, you get 500 new voters, new Americans, as O'Malley called them. Yeah. They're going to vote as they're told, or somebody's going to get a ballot for them and fill it out. Right. Uh, and what, now it's a three-way ra- three-way race for mayor. Uh, I can't see him not being reelected. Yeah, if if he were to do that, you're absolutely right, Dan. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope you have okay. a happy New Year. Thank you. I mean, Dan is absolutely correct. I mean, look, and this is what I'm looking at. Right? I mean, how many votes would Mayor Brandon Scott here in Baltimore, how many would he need to defeat Sheila Dixon? I, I am only going to imagine this is going to turn out similar to 2020, and it's going to be extremely close. Now, of course, there are other candidates in the race. For those that listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that you're not in the race. I'm just talking about the top of the ticket as it stands today. It could be totally different in six months, right? Well, you don't even have six months, right? I mean, look, the, the primaries are right around the corner. But it could be totally different at that point in time. But if Mayor Brandon Scott brought in, like I said, maybe 2,500 to 5,000 illegal aliens, and he told them, or not just himself, he doesn't have to get involved. If somebody in his uh, campaign team told them, here's, here's a few gift cards, right? What if they give them? gave them gift cards of 100 bucks. With that gift card is, uh, you know, there's another one for you if you make sure that you go down and vote uh, for Mayor Brandon Scott, either absentee ballot or, uh, you know, on primary election day. I mean, he could do it. He, there's no way to stop them from doing it, right? There's no one to stop them. And this is why we talk often about, uh, you know, needing uh, poll workers and election day judges with integrity to make sure these things aren't happening. Uh, I know, again, it's a very long day on election day. I understand where people don't want to do it. I get it. Uh, But this is why we need uh, those individuals, because I could see something like this happening. In the text line, Craig says, Cam, the illegals crisis is twofold. Number one, to bleed America dry of money and fund democratic cities. And number two, to give those cities an excuse as to why things aren't going well. It's the same as the COVID scam. Craig, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. And look, I know a lot of people aren't paying a whole lot of attention to it right now because it's like the holidays still. Uh, but when you have those in Annapolis get back in session on January 10th, and then, of course, you've got those that are going back to, to Capitol Hill here soon, this is going to be a hot topic. This is going to most likely be the number one topic, and people are going to have to deal with it. And so, you know, if you've got a mayor here or a governor here 
that says send them on over because they're worried about some of these seats, then that's where we sit. That's where we sit. All right, coming up next, I got a couple of text messages to read. Uh, we're also going to talk about state's attorney Marilyn Mosby. Look, I, I told you guys before, I don't want to see her go to jail. I know some of you don't agree with me on that one. But there's no way in the world I want to see her ever practicing law again. <laughs> she didn't even practice it the first time around. We'll talk about all that and more coming up next. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Mexico's president hailing what he describes as important agreements reached in talks with Secretary of State Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Those discussions in Mexico City focusing on the migration crisis and trade. Their big migrant caravan, at least 6,000 strong, continues moving north through Mexico, determined to join millions of others who have entered the U.S. illegally during President Biden's watch. Another $250 million worth of aid is being sent to Ukraine by the Biden administration. This last installment of U.S. aid, unless Congress approves some more. Republican Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is switching congressional districts, campaigning for a more conservative seat on the other side of the state, looking to improve her chances for re-election. The opening bell sounding on Wall Street. Stocks starting off the day mixed. More details, srnnews.com. Hey there. The winter months are rolling in, and I'm excited to talk to you about Rescue Natural Supplements Deck the Wholesale. Now, we're talking up to a whopping 78% off on all products, including essential omega-3s, cholesterol support, natural pain relief, and much more. And get this, savings last the entire month. Oh, and did I mention, Rescue is offering 15 special health-boosting products at under 20 bucks. Now, to order, call 800-26-ALIVE, that is 800-262-5483, and speak with a rescue product consultant. Or shop online at res-q.com, that's res-q.com. You can fortify your immune system, boost energy levels, and support overall well-being with rescue selection of over 50 high-quality natural supplements. There is no code needed to save up to 78% site-wide. So stay healthy this holiday season by shopping res-q.com today. That's rescue. We had heavy rain yesterday, but now we've got a break with hardly a drop of rain in the forecast. No more rain today, just lots of clouds. 59 the high today. Overnight, we're dry, low to mid-40s. Tomorrow, there's a slight chance of a shower. Most of us won't get wet. The temperature's getting cooler, though, 52. And Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds, 48, the high Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. At Jackson Hewitt, Jingle Bells is sounding more like cha-chingle bells. Get a holiday loan for up to a 1000 bucks. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The following is a paid announcement. Hi, I'm Congressman Andy Harris. Our country's in trouble. Our national debt is over $33 trillion, or $100,000 for every man, woman, and child in America. A recent CBS poll showed that the average Maryland family must spend an additional $12,778 annually just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed two short years ago. Make no mistake, this is the result of the Biden administration's disastrous economic policies. It's time for Congress to get federal spending under control. Every day, hardworking American families have to balance a budget for their own homes, and Washington should have to do the same. 
In Congress, I'm fighting to cut woke, weaponized, and wasteful spending from our budget and to bring fiscally sane spending policies back to Washington again. If you want more information, go to harris.house.gov. That's harris.house.gov. Paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Looking for a thrilling sports betting experience? Look no further than BetMGM. Visit WCBM.com, that's WCBM.com, to claim a special offer and get started today. Here's the offer. Register, deposit at least $10, and place your first wager. If you lose, you're covered up to $1,500 in bonus bets. Such a deal. Don't wait. Claim this special offer now by going to WCBM.com. That's WCBM.com, WCBM.com. Sean Hannity. I don't think this is the plan that David Weiss originally had. As a matter of fact, it was not. You know, there's always been an effort here. Let us be clear. They don't really care about Hunter Biden. This came out in the last two weeks that, hmm, well, we wonder if Hunter is going to be the sacrificial lamb in all this. It's not about Hunter. It's always been and continues to be about protecting Joe Biden as president. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. We were talking about uh, the crisis at the southern border. Uh, there are many correspondents, whether there was Fox News, Newsmax, uh, Daily Caller. Um, there's even, uh, gosh, there's so many down there. I think Breitbart, The Blaze, they have so many correspondents there at the border. So any social platform, if you look up any of those networks, you will see uh, the invasion that's currently happening. And you'll see the caravan that uh, is currently coming over the border. You're talking thousands upon thousands of illegal aliens. And I can only imagine that they're, uh, you know, pushing it very hard, as in they're allowing so many to come over at once uh, because it is very very obvious that uh, this administration will most likely be replaced by a Republican. And so I could only imagine and assume that this crisis is really going to kick it into high gear here uh, as we head closer to November. Uh, I do have a text from Marty. He says, you do realize that Governor Westmore's wife was once Anthony Brown's chief of staff. Love is sticker than party. I do know that. Uh, Armstrong Williams actually told me how uh, how Don and Governor Westmore met. And uh, yes, at that time, Governor Westmore was a White House fellow for Condoleezza Rice. Um, and so they met on opposite sides. Uh, but he still went on uh, to do some work with the, the Bush Center. He still remained, you know, true to you know how he was at that point in time, which was a, a Republican. Like I said, he was with the college Republican, uh, you know, I guess you could call it, the college Republicans uh, within, you know, the university which he attended. Like if you ever look at Towson University or, or Loyola, they have, you know, Republican clubs for those uh, college students. And so he was one of those at the club. And that's a real commitment, uh, by the way. If you think that it's just, you know, a label that you want to slap on uh, because it's something you want to put on your resume. No, they actually act, they they host meetings. Uh, there are meetings at least once a month. And they talk about how they could further engage some of the other students. Students on campus. It's it's work that goes along with it. So he wasn't just calling himself a college Republican. He was, in fact, a Republican in college. And so, yes, I do realize that. Uh, but even when they started dating, uh, he still remained a Republican. Uh, so I, I can see what you're saying there, Marty. But you know what? 
I think he found out that it was much more lucrative to be a progressive. I think he found out after working at the Robin Hood Foundation and making $4 million a year, I think he found out that he could become rich and famous by being a progressive. I don't I don't necessarily think that he's changed his mind much or his points to his perspective or values or you know policies he supports because like I said, remember this past Halloween, he was his quote-unquote hero for Halloween. And he was Frederick Douglass. I don't think his mind has changed that much. I think he he plays politics well. Uh Todd uh, says in a text line, the city can't even pick up the trash. How the heck are they going to house the illegal aliens? Yeah, no, I I don't know how they're going to. They, they won't do it. It's the problem. <laughs> they won't do it. You know what's going to happen. Uh, Dan in Baltimore. Dan, you wanted to weigh in? Hey, good morning, Kim. And good morning. I appreciate a, a happy, merry, belated Christmas to you. Thank uh, you, too. I, I think that is proper. Uh, let's get to real serious business here. All these illegals that are coming in now, uh, we have a perfect solution. We have a new director at the Social Security Administration, right? Is, isn't that true? Is that we, Governor O'Malley, right? Oh, <laughs> hey, you hit it right on that. Guess what that man's going to get ready to do? He's going to rubber stamp how many millions of Social Security cards are we going to need? Yep. Thanks, thanks to the political party of Ben Cardin, right, and, and Maryland's greatest. Yep. So I wanted to bring that to your attention because... This is how it's all going to get filled in. All the dots are going to get connected. And now all these people that are coming across the border are now going to get issued, uh, you know, on top of the TIN numbers, right? And they're going to end up getting a nice big fat reward. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for having me on Dan, thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate you bringing that up. Yes, and Governor Martin O'Malley, he is now the, the new director over there at the Social Security Administration. And as our first, our previous caller pointed out, uh, he called illegal aliens new Americans. And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure Governor O'Malley will do that. I, you know, it's, it's going to be up to Governor Westmore and Mayor Brandon Scott to try to figure out how to divert these illegal aliens to other states. I don't know if they're going to do it. Like I said, this is why I'm talking about this. I think that they're going to have them come here, as you see in New York City, because I think it's, it, there are much needed votes. They are much-needed votes. I mean, think about even the Senate race right now, right? Where Ben Cardin, as, as Dan just pointed out, Ben Cardin's leading that seat. Think about that race. I thought Angela also Brooks, I thought she would be ahead of David Trone. Now, many people pointed out that David Trone has TV ads like you wouldn't believe. And I, I even I've seen them, and I don't even watch TV, okay? <laughs> like, I can walk into the living room, and he will be on television as the TV's just on. And so... You know, he's been putting a lot of money into this. And so, of course, he's still ahead of her in the polls. But just think about it. Mayor Brandon Scott endorsed uh, Angela Alsobrook. And everybody was like, well, why? And so then I thought about it. I'm like, all right, well, she didn't return the favor. But if they all work in cahoots and making sure these illegal aliens come to the state of Maryland and especially in Baltimore City, if that gets him votes in the long run, and then she also gets the votes also because they, they tell them, look, down ballot, you're going Democrat. So then she now has these, quote unquote, new American votes, right? I mean, just think about it. it it's, yes, it, this, is, this is a disaster waiting to happen. And this is another way that Democrats are going to try to cheat their way through to make sure Republicans are not elected. All right? We see it all the time. We see it all the time. All right, Michelle texts in. She says, uh, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake went to Prince William County and brought up over 10,000 illegals. 
That's one of the reasons why there are so many turf and gang wars going on in Baltimore City. Yes, Michelle, you are correct in that. And a lot of people were very, you know, Michelle, great point. A lot of people were very surprised when they heard about, remember that young man, a 16-year-old, Isaiah Carter, I believe was his name. He was killed uh, as he was, he left his high school early that day. Remember, he goes to Patterson Park. He left early, and there was actually video of him running down the street. And somebody in the video asked him, like, hey, you know, you're taking off for the day? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he runs by. Well, anyways, not too long after that, he was killed. And then, if you recall, everybody was searching for his killer. Some people were saying, you know, there were all these rumors online that it was, you know, uh, you know, gang-related, blase, blase. And then they found his killer at the Texas border uh, trying to go back into Mexico because he wasn't a U.S. citizen to begin with. Okay, and yes, Michelle, I do believe a lot of that is going on. Again, this is why the fact that Baltimore, you know, can't say say the word gag, right? The group violence reduction strategy and all this other nonsense. There is. There are many gags, I assure you. Many different gags in Baltimore City. And they don't want to call them out. They don't want to point it out. The carjacking rings, right? They're calling it a ring. No, these are organized gangs that have juveniles that once were on the street squeezing windows, now stealing tow trucks and cars. None of it's rocket science. And again, it's all self-inflicted. And and people, look, if you ever call me and you want to talk about President Trump, you want to talk about how bad Republicans are, please call me now. Let's talk about what Democrats have done to the state. Let's talk about what they've done to the city. Let's talk about it. 410-WCBM680. 410-922-6680. This is all self-inflicted by the Democrats in the legislature in Annapolis, the Democrats in City Hall here in Baltimore. Okay? This is all self-inflicted. All right. Let's see. David said, excuse me. David in text says, good morning, Kim. I live in New York City and Los Angeles. Both places are third world immigrant hellholes. I would never again reside in either. In California, you have these arrogant, illegal aliens discriminating against people out there, gang members killing Americans, and it's ridiculous. They need to mandate English as the official language of this country. It's ridiculous to have to speak Spanish to get a job in this country. They also need to stop these acre babies from becoming citizens. If they allow Baltimore to become a sanctuary city, uh, it's going to destroy the working class in the city. That's what happened in California. These immigrants are unskilled labor. The ones already here are working at fast food restaurants, construction sites, etc. Completely unacceptable. David, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do. I look at, and look, to me, they're criminals. I don't care what people say. Like, they'll try to do, like, these heartwarming stories, like, are you really going to, you're going to send back a, a mom and two of her kids? They're just children looking for a better quality of life. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Go back. Go home. <laughs> and, like, I don't even think twice about it. Go home. This isn't sustainable. Right? I mean, you heard New York City Mayor uh, Eric Adams. He's now cutting so much of the budget, even to the school system. Because they can't take care of it any longer. They're trying to take money from other places, other agencies. So so, so I should do what? Uh, Democrats with a heart, supposedly. I should do what? I should, you know, keep accepting these illegal migrants, having them come to the schools, have them using our hospitals and emergency rooms. And then what? Those that are actual Americans, having them suffer because they're here? No, go back. Go back to where you came from. It's it's really it's 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 sad. 
Tiffany in the county writes in, says, I don't know if the illegals will come to Baltimore, but I do believe the illegals will play a role in the upcoming election. I don't think the DNC liked the amount of seats in New York that went red in 2022. Uh, Tiffany, I agree with you. Uh, there was no urgency to stop those people from being sent to New York City. I have also heard that a significant number have been sent to Philadelphia, which is obviously a swing state. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, did send people places, but he clearly not only not the only one busing people. These people will be sent places that matter to the upcoming election. Maryland hasn't been considered because it was always going blue. Just my thought. Tiffany, yes, as usual, hit the nail on the head there. Uh, but I do think, I do believe we could see uh, the, you know, the fluctuation here in Baltimore City. And that's only because of the poll numbers. The poll numbers are showing that you know, the progressive in this race, which I will say is Mayor Brandon Scott, isn't doing too well. And they're going to look at that. I know that they are. Got some other texts here before we move on to the next topic. Uh, text says illegals get bused to Laurel. Uh, the city of Laurel is currently constructing a homeless shelter for illegals, but the buses are already coming. Uh, one comes every couple of days, drops them off between the Amish market and the Home Depot. Uh, texter, I believe you on that one. Uh, let's see. Marty says, so you're saying Governor Westmore has gone Michael Steele. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. You know what, I, I, Marty, it's a good point. I do bring up, I, I think about Michael Steele and all that went down. And the fact that he, you know, just hated President Trump so much. He hated the fact that, uh, you know, they were basically with the Trump administration, all those that were making all that side money, right? The special interest groups, all the lobbyists, you know, they took a tremendous pay cut because uh, President Trump didn't want to see all the lobbyists. Uh, hanging out on Capitol Hill and making all these deals and the backdoor deals. And so they couldn't control President Trump. They couldn't make money with him there. And so, yeah, they all turned their backs on him. And they all hated his guts. And that is why I think the Lincoln Project formed. And it's sad. It is sad. It was always about money. It was always about playing politics. But unfortunately, this is where we are. Uh, Debbie texts in. She goes, uh, close the border now. Impeach these treasonous criminals, criminals now. Start deporting now. Yeah, Debbie. That, uh, look, I'm right there with you. And I hope we see a sense of urgency from members of Congress. But I don't, I don't know why. We haven't seen it. Look, we've had control of the House. Why, why haven't we done it? Why have we not done this? Doesn't make any sense to me. That's why I think both parties are getting, you know, they're getting kickbacks on this. Judy in Baltimore, you wanted to weigh in? Hi, Kimberly. Um, I, I work in upstate Maryland. Excuse my voice. This is going out from Leonard Davis. But um, I worked in upstate Maryland 15 years ago, and um, we did everything we could to stop this illegal alien invasion. O'Malley was at its height. And um, all, all, the only thing that helped us was WCBM. Nobody cared. Um, it, it, it was a mess. I was involved with the... Um, the, uh, the, the whatever what's called the ballot thing to keep them from getting um, from getting on um, uh, free college. I mean, I did that every weekend. I believe very strongly, and it's just gotten worse. You can't have a uh, you can't have a country when you're being you're being illegally invaded. And I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Well, Judy, thank you so much for the work that you did. I appreciate you. I hope you feel better here soon. Laryngitis is never any fun. Uh, but yeah, no, we don't we don't really have a country right now, right? With the border wide open, we don't have a country. 
And, you know, we, we recall seeing AOC and the squad members all crying about the southern border when President Trump was in office, saying, oh, you're separating the kids from their parents or the kid, they're in cages and all these things. But now it's like, you know, they have a totally different tune. And if they really, if it was really about uh, the humanitarian aspect for them, uh, they would go down to these facilities right now and see how they are completely overrun and how many of these illegal aliens are being treated. If it really, to them, was about it being inhumane, as they claimed, under President Trump. But as you can see, they're, they're not showing up for that either. All right, well, we will see what happens here when it comes to the illegal aliens. Uh, my thought is, again, they're going to bring them in. They're going to vote. And we're going to see, you know, possibly, as Tiffany the County pointed out, swing states uh, being pushed in, in different directions. And I, I'm glad you brought up Philadelphia because a report did come out yesterday uh, showing that Pennsylvania was swinging much further towards Trump. Uh, you know, at first he was tied with Biden there for a while in the polls Then he had a one point advantage. And now they were showing that he has close to a four point advantage. And with that, I could see them sending many of these illegal aliens to Philadelphia to make sure they vote. I could see that for sure. Uh, Thomas says all those who successfully cross the border and make it to the cities and get all of these services should actually thank Donald Trump. Because the hatred of Donald Trump is why this is being done. Donald Trump is against it. Therefore, everyone Trump haters, every uh, one of the Trump haters will support it. Whatever Trump stands for, they must stand opposite, uh, no matter what. Yeah, Thomas. Yeah, it's a good point there. You know, and, and <laughs> I do wonder if, if President Trump, if Republicans didn't talk about the border, right? If we wouldn't call it an invasion, if we would just ignore it altogether. You know, I, I would say that they would probably still have them come over just because of the voting aspect. I do. I think this is huge for them. I think they saw that with the 2020 election and all the paper ballots and all the shenanigans, I think they saw that they are very close to getting caught. And so now they have to go a different direction. And the illegal alien direction is the way to go for them. I think that's what it goes down to. Uh, real quick here, I've got a text from Doug. It says, Morning, Ken, there are already thousands of illegals in the Baltimore area. Just check the school system. Yeah, Doug, there are. There are. I guess I just look at it as, as far as like the numbers that they're seeing in New York City. Uh, as Mayor Eric Adams pointed out, it's about 16,000 illegal aliens there uh, coming to New York City every month. We're not seeing that flow as of yet, uh, but I do think that we could get, you know, to similar numbers here as we get closer to November of 2024. That's my thought on the matter. I appreciate everybody weighing in. Coming up next, we're going to talk about State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. Uh, again, I do believe that she should be disbarred. And uh, I, I, I guess I look at the situation, and, you know, many of you don't agree, but, you know, her serving jail time for what she did, I don't know about that. I know many of you say just put her in jail. She ruined so many lives. I do agree she ruined a lot of lives. But when we get back, we'll talk about what she's facing currently. Waking up on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Go on. His approval rating is in the tank with Democrats, not just Republicans. The United Auto Workers are now threatening to dump Biden over his electric vehicle obsession. Uh, Joe Biden is scaring Democrats now. Another headline. And and by the way, these are now, you know, mainstream media places. The Atlantic is writing, step aside, Joe. 
The president has no business running for office at age 80. The Hill, when is the optimal time for Biden to drop out of this race? Democrats are trying to displace him. Mark my words. This effort is real, is not contrived, and not a conspiracy theory. From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean Hannity Show. You know, you worked hard to build your retirement savings. Now Phoenix Capital, well, they want to help you fuel that growth, and you can invest in their corporate bonds through your 401k or IRA and start earning tax-deferred annual returns, now ranging from 9 to 13%. Now, there are multiple options with different rates and terms to choose from, and by investing in Phoenix Capital Group's high-yield corporate bonds, well, you have the potential to earn those interest rates, as I said, now ranging from 9 to 13%. Additionally, this investment is not only financially beneficial, but also a vote of confidence in the future of America's energy sector. So sign up for the Phoenix Capital Group's free investor webinar. You can sign up at phoenixonhannity.com. And as always, before making any investment decision, you got to carefully consider, review any and all risk involved. Check them out, phoenixonhannity.com today for more information. That's phoenixonhannity.com. When it comes to your tax refund, think biggest, as in Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest refund or your money back plus $100. Get to Jackson Hewitt for your biggest refund guaranteed. Are you ready for talk radio unlike anything you've heard before? I'm Frank Morano. Join me for the other side of midnight for an unexpected journey through current events, the paranormal, pop culture, and more. Weekday mornings from 1 to 5, talk radio 680, WCBN. All right, State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby, should she be disbarred? I say yes. What say you? Uh, you know, it's very sad when you think about uh, the homicide rate, the non-fatal shooting number, or just the poor quality of life, thanks to State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. And she did it so arrogantly, right? So cocky she was. Whenever the press would talk to her about it, they would say, well, you know, basically they would ask her, can't you see the difference? Can't you see how people are living now, now that you are, you know, not really doing their job? They didn't say it that way, but, you know, kind of, sort of. And she would always say, no, no, this is what we have to do. This is what's fair. Let me take a listen. This is uh, Channel 11 News. Uh, of course, yesterday this was breaking news, uh, you know, uh, or a a, you know, a firm of her peers, believe it or not, filing and requesting that she be disbarred. Take a listen. Ms. Mosby, were you surprised by the verdict? About six weeks after former city state's attorney Marilyn Mosby was convicted in federal court on two counts of perjury, the process to revoke her law license is now officially underway. And her peers did the asking. Maryland's Attorney Grievance Commission filed the paperwork on Friday, asking the state Supreme Court to immediately suspend Mosby because she was convicted of a serious crime, a violation of ethics rules for attorneys in our state. If Marilyn Mosby is suspended from the practice of law, she will not be able to do anything in terms of what a lawyer normally would do, that is, represent people, work in a law office, speak with clients. Andrew Slutkin is a partner at 
with Silverman Thompson. He and his firm are not working on the Mosby case, but he frequently represents lawyers in grievance and other ethical matters, and for many years served on the peer review committee of Maryland's Attorney Grievance Commission. It's critical that the public understand that there is someone, in this case the Attorney Grievance Commission of Maryland, overseeing lawyers and ensuring that if they're doing something wrong, someone's watching and ensuring that if the lawyer is convicted of something serious, that that lawyer can no longer practice. We also spoke with Maryland Bar Counsel Tom Dagonia, who filed the petition against Mosby on Friday. Dagonia told 11 News he had no comment beyond what's in the petition, which requests Maryland Mosby be suspended immediately from the practice of law, pending the imposition of sentence and entry of a judgment of conviction. Maryland Mosby can fight this petition. If it's granted, it would be a temporary suspension pending the outcome of an expense appeal. Mosby's federal public defender, James Wida, has today yet to respond to our request for comment. Kate Amara, TV 11 News. All right, we come back from break. I do want to hear from you on this one. 410-WCBM-680. That's 410-922-6680. What do you think should happen here? Should she have her law license revoked? Uh, Of course, I say yes. I don't think she should practice law ever. I mean, I know this is just in the state of Maryland right now, but I don't think she should be able to practice it anywhere, to be honest with you. Uh, But some of you, I think, do disagree with me. You believe that Maryland Mosby should go to jail. Uh, If that's the case, I want to hear from you as well. You can always text me in the text line. Don't forget, if you download the WCBM app, it is free in the App Store. Uh, You can listen to the show there. You can text me live in studio right through the app. And let me know your thoughts on State Attorney Marilyn Mosby. Now, she's going back to court uh, to face even more charges. And uh, I think that she should. She should have to uh, give up that license. What say you? Coming up next. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Segev, one of the doctors and owners of Audiology Associates. Our group of doctors has been providing hearing and balance care in Maryland for over 35 years. Audiology Associates has grown to include 11 offices throughout Maryland, including the Eastern Shore, Annapolis, Baltimore City, and Baltimore County. I would like to talk to you today about balance problems, also known as dizziness. One out of every 10 patients who visits their family doctor complains about dizziness. 25% of the time, balance problems are related to the ear. At Audiology Associates, we can not only diagnose the cause of your balance problems, but if it is appropriate, we can also provide a treatment plan. You need not be bothered by dizziness anymore. So call our main number at 410-944-3100 or visit our website at aaiaudiology.com to make an appointment. Your initial consultation is covered by almost all insurance plans. So call 410-944-3100. Audiology Associates, when silence is not golden. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. Please, this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Four Americans joined the unemployment line last week, but not that many more. The Labor Department reports that jobless claims rose to 218,000 for the week ending December 23rd, an increase of 12,000 from the previous week. The four-week average of claims, which smooths out week-to-week ups and downs, fell by 250 to 212,000. Overall, 1.88 million Americans were collecting jobless benefits during the week that ended December 16, an increase of 14,000 from the previous week. 
Ken Lorman reporting. Another $250 million worth of U.S. aid is on its way to Ukraine, courtesy of the Biden administration. The military aid package includes air defense equipment, 50 million rounds of ammunition, as well as ammunition for rocket systems and artillery. And with this disbursement, the U.S. has exhausted the funding it had set aside to help Ukraine fight the Russian invasion. The White House urged Congress to pass a new funding request so as to keep Ukraine's war efforts on track and to defend territory it recaptured from Russia. President Biden has asked Congress for another $61 billion for Ukraine, but some Republicans are refusing to approve the assistance without an agreement to tighten security along the U.S.-Mexico border. The BBC's Shingon Yoka. Republican Colorado Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is switching congressional districts, campaigning for a more conservative seat on the other side of the state. It could improve her re-election chances. She's entering the crowded GOP primary for the seat held by Congressman Ken Buck, who is retiring. Watching Wall Street, the Dow is up 48 points, the Nasdaq ahead 25, and the S&P is trading 8 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Dinesh D'Souza's new blockbuster movie, Police State, exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest. 15 marked units on my property. Military-style soldiers pointing an automatic rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley. Police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state. They have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police State. Buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. It's 10.03. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. As Baltimore nears the end of the year with the fewest homicides on record, hundreds of mourners of loved ones lost to violence marched through southwest Baltimore last night. They read the names of 258 homicide victims at St. Joseph's Monastery Parish on Old Frederick Road and then marched to My Brother's Keeper on nearby Frederick Avenue. The Archdiocese of Baltimore says the walk builds on the work of the organization's grief ministry. Baltimore City Police say they've seized more than 2,700 guns this year. Police say this past week they made 64 arrests for handgun and narcotics violations. Last year, a little more than 2,500 guns were taken off the streets. Guns were blamed as the weapon in the majority of cases this year. Police say fewer than 15 percent of crimes involved guns. Homicides are also down this year by 21 percent over last year. Sports in the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. If you're tired of the fake news and tired of all the left-wing BS and agendas out there, if you want to do your right part to clean out the swamps and hit the lefties where it hurts, their pocketbook, we all know the president and his cronies hired thousands more IRS employees and agents. Now that's not very American. There's a way to fight back. Fellow conservatives out there, call American Tax Relief. They can help you pay less to the IRS. 
Don't you give a penny more to spend to the left-wing agendas. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes or haven't filed your taxes in years, call my friends at American Tax Relief. They'll give you a 100% free introduction to their program, and trust me, they're on the right side of your freedom. Pay the IRS less. Call now. 800-958-2157. 800-958-2157. That's 800-958-2157. Paid for by the tax doctor. The first injury report for Week 17's game between the Ravens and Dolphins listed wide receiver Zay Flowers, safety Kyle Hamilton, and guard Kevin Zeitler as non-participants. The Ravens lead the AFC at 12-3, and and the Baltimore Blast will take on the Harrisburg Heat tomorrow night. And now here's a look at the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. Cold fronts moving out, the cooler weather on the way. You'll notice that drop in temperature starting tomorrow. Today, we're cloudy, still very mild, 59 Tomorrow, one or two showers, 52. Saturday, no rain, 48 Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 53 in Severna Park, 52 in Pikesville, and 52 in Phoenix. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Support your teams. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. Hear about it. We consider really as my generation millennial. Talk about it. We are a weak bunch of blissies. Talk Radio 680 WCBM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. All right, good morning. Former Baltimore City State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby faces potential professional discipline amid court filing seeking to prevent her from practicing law in the state of Maryland. Yes, it is happening. It is happening. They are most likely going to disbar former state's attorney Marilyn Mosby, and I say good. I believe that is what should happen, and I asked uh, your opinion on that, 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. I also asked her opinion about uh, whether or not she should go to jail. Now, I know there are a lot of people that do not agree with me, and I, I, you know, that's the great thing about having your own opinion, right? I like to hear your opinion on it, uh, because I, I don't think it's going to be helpful. I think, here's my thing. I think if she goes to jail, they're going to look at her as some kind of hero. They're going to make her a hero on the left. They're going to say, oh, look, they put this woman in jail because she tried to hold these cops accountable for their actions against Freddie Gray, and this is retribution, and now... They're saying, okay, we're, t- we're disbarring you, and we're putting you in jail. And da, da, da. This is what happens when you go against the police. That's what I think is going to happen. And so I, I kind of want to just see her disbarred, put on maybe, uh, <laughs> I guess, do people go on the monitoring system here? Maybe you get house arrest in Maryland. Is that real? <laughs> it doesn't feel real. Uh, but I do think that she should also have to do some community service. And perhaps she should have to do some community service with uh, some of these criminals that uh, she allowed to walk the streets that are now finally being held accountable thanks to State's Attorney Ivan Bates. And uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Todd in the text line said the only case she ever really won was on People's Court, the television show. <laughs> Did she even win that one? Todd, I, you know what? I never watched the end of it. Uh, Gary in Kingsville. Gary, you wanted to weigh in on Mosby? Well, Cam, you're you're a lovely woman, and, and you're a, a, a very forgiving and compassionate woman. But, Darwin, this time, I, I want to be. I, I want to be a good Christian, and I, I want to be forgiving and, and et cetera. But 
God will have to forgive me. I, I hope he'll have mercy on me because I'm all for throwing, throwing her in jail and letting her stay there for quite a while. Yeah. But the way that she destroyed the lives of so many people in Baltimore, the way she went after those police officers when she had really no evidence against them, the way that she failed to do her job, the job that she was elected to do, the, the responsibility that she was given, the trust that people put in her, that she just threw in their faces because she had an agenda. I'm sorry, but that kind of foolishness, if, if as a society, if we don't make people who violate themselves as, as strongly as she did, and then to compound it by making up this story so she could buy some investment property, I, I mean, th th there has to be an, an answer and a penalty for that if we, if we don't want other people to come along. Now, there may be some who, who want to put a racial thing on this or do or something like that. They do that anyway. Yeah. What do we got to lose? So I think somehow we have to get control and make public officials accountable for their actions. Yeah, I mean, all great points there, Gary. You know, I think it is, like you said, I just, I, I look at it probably in a, in a way where it's like, all right, she's a mom, she's got two daughters, they're now divorced. And again, she should have thought about this all before she decided to commit those crimes uh, herself. Uh, I guess I, I look at it, too, and just say, I don't want them to make her a hero, and I don't think that she's going to be rehabilitated in any way. I think she truly believed that she was doing the right thing. Well, let her be delusional. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, she wants to know. But let her, let her be institutionalized in her delusion. Yeah. I mean, she just, she just if, if what you just said is true, then she is so delusional, she, she by all means should be put in jail. Yeah. There's no way that, that she did anything positive for anybody other than the, the most extreme anti-American group of people. And who cares what they think about her? I could care less. Yeah. We have to somehow... We have to overwhelm, like Trump says, regarding the vote, we have to overwhelm it. Well, I would say by the same token, by our reactions, it's, it's like all these crazy people who want to glue themselves to things and, and sit in the highways. They have to get some heads knocked together, because until these people pay a price for the harm they're doing, they're going to keep on doing it. No, that's true, Gary. Great points there. Yeah, I tell your wife I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Happy New Year, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Gary's got great points as always. Uh, let's see in the text line. I got Jim and Glenn Burney says uh, she should go to jail, go directly to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> Jim, I, I feel you on that. I do. And, and so this is probably, you know, I don't like to think of myself as compassionate. No. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I mean, obviously, she deserves, uh, you know, hell of consequences for everything that she's done. And like I said, she has destroyed a lot of families. And I do believe the only reason that we have allowed the open-air drug markets to thrive and flourish the way that we see them today uh, are because of the decisions that she made. She decided that she was not going to prosecute those that were partaking in the open-air drug markets or prostitution. Uh, we've heard business owners speak out saying that they have uh, uh, you know, women and men in front of their places of business. Uh, doing their business, and it uh, scares off any possible consumers or customers that they may have or clients. And I, Look, I, I get it. I definitely get it. I wanted to hear from you again. I've got Ray in Brooklyn Park. Ray, what are your thoughts? Hey, good morning, Kim. Good morning. Put the jail. They put Ed Norris in jail when he broke the law. She's no different than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, knew, she, knew, she knew right from wrong. She knew right from wrong. But she thought her job 
that she was untouchable. You follow me? Right, right. And uh, she did. And they made her think that because of the way that we, you know, the country was going. Remember all the chance win with black women and, you know. And she had the authority. She figured, well, hmm, I'm city state's attorney. I can go ahead and draw my money. No, you can't. There's a consequence for everything. And it backfired on her. She thought it wouldn't backfire. Just like them police she went after and the one guy she let out of jail is having so much problems now over the girlfriend being killed and thrown in the park. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So now he's still fighting the trials because of her. She let him out and dropped it. But, yeah, Kim should lose her license, be disbarred nationwide. Not just in Maryland, everywhere. Oh, yeah, I agree. Give her that number, too. Let her get an ID and wear a a badge. Let somebody tell her when to shower, when to eat, when to sleep. Let her get a taste of it because she turned Palmer City upside down when she didn't prosecute the drug dealers. Yeah. Yeah, Ray, I'm right there with you. Thank you so much for weighing in. I hope you have a happy New Year. Same to you, sweetie. Thank you. Look, you know, I, I, I agree with the, all that are, are weighing in on this. I do. I do agree with you. I wonder what her excuse would be, right? Because, I mean, like, think about it. I, I'm sure, like Ray pointed out, uh, Ed Norris had to go to jail for, for something very similar. And I wonder what she will say, right, in her defense on why she shouldn't go to jail. I was thinking about this. Like, you know, she could try to continue to play the race card, possibly. She could pull the gender card, possibly. But... I just don't think it's going to work. And I honestly, somebody that, and I know Gary was pointing out how delusional she is, and she is, uh, I think somebody in her position, and I've I've seen people like her before, that no matter how much you will try to instill in their minds that uh, the decisions that they made uh, caused major, major issues across the city, she still will not believe it. She'll never believe it. She'll never believe it. She has convinced herself that everything that she did was because of what? Number one, police brutality. Uh, number two, in her mind, uh, she was uh, basically getting people back, I, I think, in her mind, for all that black people have been through uh, at some, you know, at one point in time in this country. Now, were black people oppressed or anything happening to black people in Baltimore City while she was a state's attorney? Absolutely not. But in her mind, she's like this hero that came along that, you know, spoke for the black community. And even as she was running for reelection, uh, if you recall, there were still so many people that felt that way and that were supporting her. And that's how she and Nick even opened up that legal defense fund, because there were still people saying, well, she's being attacked because she's black. She's being attacked because she stood up for black people. And it's like, of course, we know that isn't true, but that's what that's what she believes. And so do her supporters. I got a text here from David. It says, I believe that Marilyn Mosby should definitely lose her law license. She took an oath when she was granted her license and she broke that oath. I also believe that she should not be able to practice law in any other state or any other country. I believe that she should definitely go to jail for what she did, or at least for a short time, at, at the very least. I feel in this country that certain people think they are above the law, and they need to be shown that they are not. If this happened to me or anyone else who is just an average citizen, we would literally have the book thrown at us. Again, it comes in from David. David, I agree with you. 
Yeah, I agree with you. She she obviously thought she was above the law. And they, and they made her think that as well. Remember, they were putting her on the cover of Glamour magazine and all those things. They made her think that she was this super, you know, special celebrity and that she was untouchable. That's how they made her, you know, they made her believe that. I got uh, Don in Middle River. I love Middle River, Don. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I came. Yeah, okay. Uh, one of the things I was going to bring up is back when she was... Um, I guess when she was saying that she wasn't going to prosecute any any low level crimes and whatnot, there was a uh, there was a woman that called into one of the programs. Probably I'm not sure if it was your station or any one of the others, but I heard it and it made me think. She said that you know she was at the park or some park, maybe Patterson Park, or I'm not certain which one. But there's people like 50 feet away dealing drugs and doing all that. And her kids were with her, and she did not want her kids to see all that and be exposed to it. Yeah. And as many times as she called the police department and complained about it and complained about it, nothing was ever done. And and uh, it's just that, you know, she wasn't prosecuting any of this. And, and these people, you know, that were good people in Baltimore City are, you know, feeling that they just can't live here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, Don, I, I agree with you. And that's, you know, I see the same thing. I know you're at Middle River. But, you know, right. my daughter, you know, I talk about all the all the time. Middle River Road and Compass, uh, that gas station, there are people out there all the time, corner boys. And she's right. seven. My daughter's seven. I don't want her to know what they're doing or what that's about. And so I agree. Uh, I guess, you know, of course she shouldn't practice law again. Do you think she should spend time behind bars? I don't know about Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <keep it> simple, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on yeah, that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a happy new year. You too. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. All right. Everybody's out voting me behind bars. This is, you know, this happens a lot, actually. Because remember, I thought that we, they should move the football game on New Year's Eve to 8 o'clock. And all of you guys kept me in line and said, no, Kim, you're keeping it at 1. Well, you were all right. And they kept it at 1. <laughs> All right. So you guys are right. Often. You're right often. Uh, let's see. Keith in text line says, Kim, sorry, but I cannot ever forget what this woman tried to do to six innocent Baltimore City police officers. Uh, they would be sitting in jail cells right now, but for her incompetence. I believe it's known as karma. Give her six months in a nice, quiet jail cell to reflect. Keith, great point. You're a great point. Those six officers, yeah, she couldn't prove that case, obviously. Um, but if they would have really tried to stick it to them and then she would have charged them with a little bit less, again, I don't know what made her think she could charge them with uh, murder, but, uh, you know, especially in the first degree, I think how many officers she charged with first degree, I, I got to go back and look at it. But I thought to myself, even when she did it, I was like, what, what are you talking about? They're going to be acquitted. Right. And so it's like, why are we going down this road? You know that they did not murder Freddie Gray, right? It was not intentional ever, even if they did have something to do with it, which nobody has still ever proved. No one has proved that. (laughs) Well, anyways, I do agree with you, Keith. Uh, They would be sitting in jail right now uh, had she gotten her way, right? If she had walked away like a a hero that she thought she was in her mind. Uh, Let's see. I've got another text here from Kevin. It says, Maryland should have been disbarred when she refused to uphold the rule of law. Justice Biden should be impeached for doing the same non-existent borders. What's wrong with these people who have been elected to hold the charlatans accountable? Kevin, I agree with you. And I agree with you. That's when she should have been disbarred. When she said that she was not going to prosecute what she considered, quote unquote, low level crimes. 
that that should have ta- that should have taken her law license away right there, because if you and someone pointed out she took the oath. If you then say that you're not going to prosecute these individuals that are breaking the law and you took the oath to make sure the law is enforced, I agree with you, Kevin. She should have been disbarred at that point in time. And that's why I said earlier, I don't know what took so long. I mean, you know, and I think, you know, had we done something then about it, like, because then where were her peers then? When did she decided not to actually prosecute these individuals? Where were they then? They were waiting for her to be convicted of a crime? Well, look, I got questions for them as well. I uh, got a lot of texts coming in. Uh, let's see. Craig says Mosby should have received seven years of community service as a public defender. Let's see if she would work as hard for the criminals. Yeah, that would be interesting. I got uh, a text from Leonard in Silver Spring. It's interesting that all these statements your listeners are making about Mosby don't apply to Trump. You know, being above the law, making false statements on loans. Well, Leonard, again, <laughs> Leonard, yeah, they're not proving any of these things. <laughs> Look, a lot of people think that Trump broke this law and all these laws. Look, he took advantage of the tax codes are and, and how they are written, okay? And this is what he pointed out during the debates. He pointed out that Hillary Clinton's friends took advantage of the same tax code and tax laws that he took advantage of. Look, they're going to have to change those laws in the books if you want him to be held accountable for something. Because right now, he hasn't broken any law. We're still waiting to see what laws he has broken, and that's why he's still sitting in limbo in dealing with all these court cases. All right, when we come back, we are going to switch topics up just a bit. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, presidential candidate Nikki Haley is in hot water this morning. And while you're on break, take a moment to go to WCBM.com. Take a look at our merchandise at the WCBM store. We've got the Trump mugshot tees. We've got the tumblers. We've got the duffel bags. Kim Klasik Live has hoodies, crop hoodies. It says Kim Klasik Baltimore is listening. And uh, I have one myself. I absolutely love it. And I actually wore it a couple weeks ago, believe it or not. So go and visit it today. Even if you don't want to get any of the clothes, they have uh, coffee mugs. And you can get one with my face on it. And so if you were one of those listeners that listened to me because you hate me, you can get one of the mugs and just throw it to the ground. <laughs> like It might make you feel good, right? It might be satisfying. Go to WCVM.com today. Hi, this is Sean Casey. If you snore, you may have sleep apnea. But Dr. Damien Blum of Feel Well Rested has a simple solution. And it's not that cumbersome CPAP mask. Dr. Damien Blum will fit you with a custom-fit mouthpiece if you have sleep apnea. Make an appointment to see Dr. Damien Blum. If you're tired or overweight, clear your throat or snore, you may have sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can cause strokes, heart attacks, memory problems like Alzheimer's or dementia, and even death. Also, there's a connection to diabetes, acid reflux, and erectile dysfunction. Dr. Damien Blum is certified by the American Board of Dental Sleep Medicine, and he's a diplomat of the American Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine. Most health insurances are accepted, and they are in-network providers for Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Medicare. Call Dr. Damien Blum at Feel Well Rested at 410-744-6088. 410-744-6088. They want to help you feel well rested, too. Call today. 410-744-6088. The following is a paid announcement. Hi, I'm Congressman Andy Harris, proudly representing the 1st Congressional District of Maryland. I wanted to provide a quick update on the services my office provides. If you're struggling with the bureaucracy of the Biden administration and need help with a federal agency, such as the IRS, the Veterans Affairs Administration, the Social Security Administration, Medicare, or passports, and you live in Harford, Cecil, or parts of Baltimore County, please contact my Bel Air office at 
410-588-5670. That's 410-588-5670. My office team is ready to assist you. You can also reach my office by going to harris.house.gov and filling out a contact form. That's harris.house.gov. It's an honor to represent you in Congress, and I look forward to helping you in any way I can. Paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. It's three hours of real news, informed opinion, traffic, and weather on the threes. And your calls. Don't miss the morning drive with Casey and Elliot. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Even as I look at some more text messages that are coming in, everybody says that uh, State Attorney Marilyn Mosby should have to spend time in jail. Well, Marilyn, the people have spoken. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to jail there, buddy. Now, we'll see what happened. Uh, you know, I think a lot of you made some really great points here, obviously. And uh, as, uh, you know, one of our callers pointed out, Ed Norris did end up spending time behind bars as well. And uh, she did something very similar. Uh, the only difference is she's made things, as many people point out, a lot worse in Baltimore. And I think it's interesting that say, uh, you have right now, you have uh, Marilyn, Mayor Brandon Scott taking credit for uh, currently being lower than uh, 300 homicides for the first time uh, in so many years. But this is the, really the first time that we've seen State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby not in office. And State's Attorney Ivan Bates in office. And uh, as far as we know, he has been prosecuting repeat violent offenders. You've got uh, Attorney General Eric Barron. Oh, excuse me. He's the uh, uh, U.S. Attorney. Uh, Attorney General is Anthony Brown. And he's been talking about some of the gangs that he has been going after. And then, of course, you have a lot of people that were moved right out of Baltimore City into surrounding counties. And you see the uptick in crime and violence and also in murders uh, in the surrounding counties, especially Baltimore County, where I live. And so I don't think Mayor Scott should take any credit for the fact that uh, Baltimore City is currently down 300 homicides. I think that credit is is due to so many other factors. Uh, you know, coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, Nikki Haley, uh, presidential candidate. She made a huge blunder yesterday, and there are a lot of people weighing in. This is the first time I think I saw in a while where you have Fox News commentators, Newsmax, CNN, and MSNBC all on the same page. Nikki Haley brought them all together. <laughs> and so we'll get into that. I have an audio clip to play for you. Uh, we'll get into that because I, I look at this situation and I know I've got some people that are friends of mine. Uh, I've heard Sherman Michael Stigleton on the show before. Uh, he's saying that this is probably such a large blunder that she's not going to do well in Iowa or New Hampshire at all. I don't know if it's going to go that far. I don't think uh, Republicans are going to care that much about the blunder. Uh, but this is something they will definitely throw at her if she was ever the nominee and she ended up in the general race, which I don't think she would be. Uh, but they're definitely going to uh, hold her to uh, the fire on this one. So we'll discuss that coming up next. Don't forget at 1125-ish, we'll be playing Who Said That? So you want to make sure that you are here because you don't only get bragging rights, you also get scratch-off lottery tickets. And I tell you what, I'm going to have to defend Mayor Brandon Scott today. You're not going to believe this. Yes. Now, I always look at the Baltimore Brew. Yeah, if you don't know, they're a publication that usually they've broken some stories in the past, uh, you know, even when it comes to State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby. 
And I think that the Baltimore Brew does have a lot more integrity, I would say, than the Baltimore Sun. I think they're right there evened out with the Baltimore Banner. Uh, I do respect the Baltimore Banner more than the Sun, for sure. I think there are journalists at the Banner, actually, that do a, you know a fairly good job, like Justin Fenton. Um, but the Baltimore Brew posted an article yesterday, and it was like a deep dive. And it was it was so ridiculous. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And of course, it was about Mayor Brandon Scott, his, uh, his new fiance, Hannah, and the fact that they just recently welcomed Baby Charm. I don't know why they're saying this Baby Charm thing. It's, it's almost as like he's saying, like, you know, his kid is the kid of Baltimore, I guess, because he's the man. Like, to me, it's so arrogant to say something like that, right? I mean, would you think about saying that? Maybe your kid, like, you know, Baby Charm after the city of Baltimore because you're the mayor? I would never do that. But I, you know what? I'm not as arrogant and as cocky as Mayor Scott. I will say that. I will say that. Well, anyways, the Baltimore Brew has me defending him today. And then I also want to talk about uh, President Trump. Uh, he got a win in Michigan, and hopefully Colorado will follow suit. And as I mentioned earlier, Lord Bober, the congresswoman that uh, got caught getting a little handsy in the musical theater. Well, we've talked about this. Uh, there's no way in the world she's going to win in her reelection in her district. And so she has taken on a new strategy. And guess what? Even though I like Lord Bobert a lot, I think her new strategy is extremely selfish. And I think it's going to put the Republican Party in a, a pickle in which we might not hold the majority in the House. So we'll discuss all that and so much more coming up next. Don't forget 1125. Who said that? And I think you're going to be able to guess. Well, no, it's kind of hard. Well, you know what? You'll have to be here to check it out. Both sides speak of a productive meeting in Mexico City focusing on the migrant crisis and trade, but specifics are so far scarce. Secretary of State Blinken and Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas met with the president of Mexico. Some big city mayors continue crying out for help from the Biden administration dealing with an influx of illegal aliens. New York City's Eric Adams criticizing Texas Governor Greg Abbott for sending illegal aliens who want to go to sanctuary cities like New York. The prosecution trying to muzzle the Trump legal team, the former president's federal election interference trial. And in New York and Los Angeles, pro-Hamas protesters wreaked havoc at JFK Airport and LAX yesterday, blocking traffic to both airports and conveniencing thousands of travelers. More details, srnnews.com. We all know confidence in the economy is being crushed under Biden. It's more important than ever to protect the value of your greatest lifetime achievement, your home. Unfortunately, many people accept less for their non-updated homes. If you could live in Maryland and would like to sell your home, you could make tens of thousands of dollars more by hiring an expert to upgrade and sell it with no upfront cost to you. Renovation real estate will increase your home's value to attract competitive buyers, and you'll pay no money out of pocket for the renovations. As a licensed real estate agency and general contractor they help homeowners make twenty thousand dollars or more in extra profit by attracting buyers with appealing home updates they fix it they sell it you profit don't miss out on profiting more from all your years of hard work call sean holden at 410-724-1199 or visit online at renovationrealestate.com that's 410-724-1199 or renovation.realestate mhic 11879 
We had heavy rain yesterday, but now we've got a break with hardly a drop of rain in the forecast. No more rain today, just lots of clouds. 59 to high today. Overnight, we're dry, low to mid-40s. Tomorrow, there's a slight chance of a shower. Most of us won't get wet. The temperature's getting cooler, though, 52. And Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds, 48, the high Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service, as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. The Hampton Inn by Hilton, conveniently located in Owings Mills with easy check-in using their digital key. Just download their Hilton Honors app. Whether it's a special event or a get-together, you can be sure of a great time for all. Relax in their indoor pool and wake up to Hampton and a delicious cup of coffee and Hampton's famous buffet breakfast. For all your business needs, they have an available boardroom with free Wi-Fi. Call the Hampton Inn Owings Mills, 410-654-2780, 410-654-2780, where your stay matters. The number one selling brand of chainsaws isn't sold at the big box stores. Find steel tools only at over 10,000 locally owned steel dealers. Real steel, find yours at steelusa.com. Join Gil Kuda live every Thursday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for On the Money. Gil will take your calls on how to live a worry-free retirement with a rebroadcast Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. until 10. It's On the Money on WCBM. All right. We were just talking about uh, Nikki Haley. She made a huge blunder. Actually, I don't know how she did it. Uh, (laughs) When you hear it, you'll hear it. Uh, There was a basic question that was asked of her at a town hall. And uh, I just... (laughs) Uh, look, I will say this. We know that there are a lot of candidates that like to pay, pay uh, I guess you could say, play for their base, uh, especially during the primary election season. And the last thing you want to do is lose the quote unquote base if obviously you're trying to become the nominee. Now, there are different ways I think that you could be a competitive candidate. And like we see with Vivek Ramaswamy, I think he's shown that he has been very competitive. I think he did well in the GOP primary debates. I think he outshined Governor Ron DeSantis. Of course, he outshined former Governor Chris Christie. But I think there were many instances where he outshined Nikki Haley. And see, it was interesting if you were kind of like me watching all of this. Nikki Haley would throw into Vivek's face all the time that he didn't have any experience. And she would say, well, you know, you're speaking like someone that truly has no experience. You don't know about foreign policy, right? Because she was a U.N. ambassador. And he still, in some instances, came out on top. And that is in my view, and I think a lot of people could agree. So here she was screaming in his face that he didn't have any experience. But I always say this. Look, look at the way the country's run today. Look at the way Baltimore City is run today. You know, when you come at somebody and say you don't have any experience, I would think some people will say, thank goodness. Because I don't want the status quo. This is horrible. And so there were many times where Vivek looked really, really well compared to those that had the quote-unquote experience. Well, with all that experience, Nikki Haley, our former U.N. ambassador, had a hard time answering a question, a very basic, simple question about the Civil War. 
It couldn't get any more simple than this. Okay, now this is not a question you usually hear at a town hall, especially for a presidential race. I thought it was very interesting that this person in the audience asked this question, but they did. And you know what? This is why I like like that they have these town halls, because you will get some of these uh, questions that you don't usually hear from moderators. Well, here is a clip uh, from CNN. Yes, CNN. Kaylin Collins, she was talking about this with two commentators. Uh, but it also, you can hear in this clip, uh, some of the audio from the town hall. So you'll hear Nikki Haley and you'll hear the audience member ask a question. And I can't believe it, but I agree with Kaylin Collins and even those commentators uh, that she was speaking to. And they are, in fact, Democrats. Take a listen. Nikki Haley is in New Hampshire tonight making her case to voters. She's been doing this repeatedly she was asked tonight, just a few moments ago, by, uh, by a voter about what was the cause of the Civil War. This is how she responded. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I'm not the I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. What do you want me to say about slavery? No, um, uh, you answered my question. Next question. Now, it's not your average town hall question, but she, she did seem surprised by it. And the voter, as you could hear there, called her out for not mentioning slavery. What do you make uh, of that answer? Yeah, if I were her, that would have been pretty easy to just say that and move on. But it's also, I think, pretty clear that that voter was kind of trying to catch her and saying something that would potentially make her less appealing to those independent voters in New Hampshire that she's going to rely on so heavily. So this was an, an easy question to answer. I wish she had answered it using the easy word, say, slavery. There's a disagreement in our country about it. Um, but ultimately, I don't think it's actually going to hurt her standing one way or another with Republican primary voters at this point. All right. And I want you to weigh in here. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Okay, so she could not say that uh, the Civil War uh, basically began because uh, you had those fighting for slavery, fighting against slavery, blase, blase, blase. But here's here's the deal. It was a very simple question to answer. And it wasn't that to me that she couldn't say the word slavery. If you saw, if you could hear there, there was this long pause. There, were, there was a long pause where you could tell at that moment she was thinking hard about what to say and what not to say. Okay, that's what the pause was. And it shouldn't have been that difficult for her. But she's in a position where she feels in her mind, and this is not something that I think she even had to consider, but she did. She thinks in her mind that Trump supporters would have been upset if she said that it was because of slavery. Think about this. That's what she thought. 
And she believes that there are, I, I guarantee you, she believes that many Trump supporters are racist. I guarantee you she has uh, drunk the Kool-Aid and she feels the same way as some of these MSNBC and CNN commentators. And she believes the MAGA extremists are racist Republicans. And so she thought in her mind to not upset the MAGA extremist racist in her mind, she had to avoid the word slavery. She made the conscious decision in that moment to forego the word slavery. That is a problem. That's a huge problem. And so here you are playing politics. I did want to update you because an hour ago, uh, I guess uh, Nikki Haley did put out a statement. Because, again, that was last night. Here's, here's what she said in quotes. Of course, the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's the easy part of it. What I was saying was, what does it mean to us today? What it means to us today is about freedom. That's what that was all about. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I, that Was that a volunteer at the campaign headquarters that wrote that? <laughs> what I, I meant, what does it mean to us today? <laughs> Oh, man, that was a heck of a reach. I want to hear from you. 410-WCBM680, that is 410-922-6680. Clay and Owings Mills. Clay, what are your thoughts? Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning. Um, While she she avoided using the word slavery, uh, essentially the, the Civil War was about states' rights among them, slavery. So she did address that. She just, all she she did was avoid using the word slavery, but but it was still about states' rights. Well, I think, and this is what a lot of people are pointing out here, Clay, I think she was trying to basically pander to this false idea that the populist right somehow denies slavery. And I think, that's why I said, I think in her mind, she believes that there are, racist Trump supporters that she has to try to win over in the primary. And I think that's what, what the long pause was. And I know you can't you can't see it or you know there from the audio, but she actually was pacing a little bit back and forth trying to figure out what to say next. Well, I don't know. I I I I think that people are are creating a real tempest in a in a teapot because it's she all she did was avoid the word, but she did address states' rights. Yeah, so, and, and that was that was the civil war. So, yeah, I, well, and I, I I'm with you there, Clay. But I think it would have been easy just to say, you know, slavery was involved here, and I. I you know, when everybody thinks about the civil war, I guess you know, for me, maybe because I'm black, that's the first thing I think about, right? Right. The Civil War was about slavery. That's that's the first thing I think, and maybe because it's because through my perspective or my lens, uh, a lot of people, a lot of people think that way. They think that the entire cause of the Civil War was slavery, but it was not. That was part of it, a big part. Granted. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Well, Clay, I appreciate you. Thank right. you so much. Have a happy New Year. Uh, of course, there was a, a comment put out by Governor Ron DeSantis' team. Uh, here, is, here it says, it's uh, clean up on aisle five. Uh, let's see. He says, Haley embarrassingly attempts to walk back her civil 
Warflub explains that she couldn't answer the simple question because the voter was a, quote, Democrat plant. Uh, that's, again, from Governor Ron DeSantis. And I guess there was more to her statement about it. And even if she felt that was a Democrat plant, I don't... See, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you, you come back from something like this. Because, well, first of all, I already believe that Trump is going to be the nominee. But I think a lot of people were wondering whether or not he was going to choose uh, Nikki Haley as a VP, right? Because that was kind of the word a couple of days ago. And Don Jr. Uh, addressed it himself. Uh, but, you know, when you're trying to to win the voters, right? Not even just necessarily in the primary, but you also have to keep the general in mind, right? Because in your mind, you're you're thinking you're going to win the whole shebang, right? If, if you don't think that way, if you have a defeatist attitude, you probably shouldn't be in the race anyway. And so in your mind, you, you must say exactly what you believe uh, so that even later down the road, you're not fumbling again, and, and you know, in contrary to what you said months before in a primary election. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting. It's an interesting one. I've got to uh, see a comment here from Tiffany in the county. It says, Kim, Haley has taken herself completely, completely out of the race with this comment. I know you have also seen how DeSantis has completely fallen from grace. Uh, anyone with eyes can see he isn't going to be able to win in 2024 or 2028. If anything happens to Trump with these cases, we don't have a next man up that the party will support. Uh, not only do we still have others in the race, but they are still getting m- major endorsements. Let's hope Trump is allowed to make it to the end. If not, we have a problem. We don't really have a bench. Uh, Tiffany, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if this comment's going to take her out of the race. You're thinking the same way as uh, my friend Sher Michael Singleton, because he posted on X this morning that he believes this has taken her out of the race. I don't think it's that serious. Uh, I think if she was in the general as a nominee, yes, it would be serious. But I don't think the Republican Party in general cares that much that she didn't use the word slavery. That That's, that's my thought on it. Okay, now if we were in the general, I would think, yes, she would be done. But in the primary, not so certain about it. Uh, Jim in Seaford, Delaware. Jim, how do you feel about this? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I love your show. Thank you. And um, I, she, she was partially right wrong. And uh, my understanding was that the South had already said if Abraham Lincoln won as president, they were going to succeed from the Union because he had planned one of his major things was to make, stop slavery. It wasn't right. And now the South tried to wrap it up as that's their right. right. But now, in all honesty, it was it was a, a spiritual and conscious decision not to hold other men or women in bondage. But that's, you know what I mean? It was about slavery. But she tried to thread, uh, thread that needle through a real fine hole. And it's sad if that's what she thinks, that uh, a lot of the MAGA people are prejudiced, because that's that's not the way it is. And... Somebody should talk to her about that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jim, I'm right there with you. Thank you so much for calling in. I hope you have a happy new year. You too, ma'am. Thank you. No, and I'm I'm right there with Jim. Here's the thing. I do believe that she uh, believes the media and she believes that Trump supporters are extremist and somewhat racist. I think she believes that. Otherwise, I don't think she would have been pacing back and forth trying to figure out how to answer this question. She was a U.N. ambassador, for crying out loud. She knows the history of many other countries. <laughs> of course she knows our history. 
So, you know, I'm not buying it. Like, some people were saying, oh, well, maybe she didn't have a great understanding. No. It's Nikki Haley. She knows exactly what happened. <laughs> right? She knows exactly what happened. I Again, I think she was trying to, as Jim pointed out, uh, you know, walk that fine line. And it, it didn't it didn't work. It didn't work. Of course, there's lots of Democrats sounding off. Uh, Ralph Warnock, the senator in Georgia, this is what he said on, on X. He says, our time demand moral clarity and courage. Uh, Nikki Haley can't bring herself to say the cause of the Civil War fought over 150 years ago with slavery shows that she has it either. Maya Angelou said, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. I think we've seen enough. And that's, again, that's Warnock in, in Georgia, right? And that's what I'm saying. In the general election, this would have taken her out completely. In the primary, I don't think it's going to take her out. But I don't see her being the nominee. And so, in my view, she should all she should have walked away a long time ago. I don't even know why she announced after President Trump. And I thought President Trump, honestly, I thought he was doing everybody a favor by announcing so early on. So he was showing people, like, look, guys, I am going to get in this race. And honestly, you're not going to beat me. So if you're thinking about getting in and raising money and you want to be the next president, you might want to wait till 2028. I, I think he made it very clear. He was very kind to make it very clear. I thought he announced really early, probably much earlier than he should have, but then I thought about it and I was like, well, you know, he announced because obviously, <laughs> obviously he was trying to let everybody know, look, you don't have a shot. Don't waste your time. And so many people still wasted their time. Uh, I've got a text here from Donna. It says, Kim, it is actually a two-part answer. Eliminating slavery was going to economically devastate the South. So, yes, it was about freeing the slaves. But the North was not dependent upon slavery for their economy. Just the South was. Yeah, Donna, but I, I think you you know, you know, still would have to say the word slavery in all of this. To to tiptoe around it, you know, I, it doesn't work for me. Doesn't work. I've got uh, Marcus, Marcus, and Reisterstown. Marcus, you want to weigh in? Ah, uh, yeah, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so the simple answer on the reason for the Civil War, it was taught a long time ago. I'm a little bit older, um, and it was the economic issue that the North could not compete with the South because the South had free labor, i.e., slavery. And the North couldn't compete with them, and it was going bankrupt. Right. But I guess, Marcus, let me uh, let me ask you this: Do you think this is going to take her out of the race? Because I, I look, I don't think this is going to take her out. Uh, but I do think that she's going to have to really answer to this instead of putting out, you know, just a very surface comment. Um, I don't think anybody's in the race until they succeed in taking Trump out, which is what their plan is. Yeah. So I don't think anybody has a shot until they take Donald Trump out of the race. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Thank you, Marcus. I hope you have a happy new year. Uh, you know, Tiffany says, I think this question was a setup. Tiffany, I, you know, I agree. I, I think it was a setup as well. But it, it shouldn't have been a gotcha moment. It, should, it shouldn't have been a setup. It should have been like, look, uh, slavery. Yeah. That, that's how we got there. But and then I would have did You know what? I would have continued it further and said, but look at all that has happened since slavery. Look at how everyone has overcome. Uh, look at where this country's going right now. Think about the fact that uh, even minorities after slavery 
they were doing better at that time, 20 years later, than we are here uh, in 2023. Uh, I would say there are more broken homes now. There are more families uh, living in poverty. There are more families living on government assistance, even though they're able-bodied Americans that they could go to work. I, I would point to the education system. She could have took this question and ran, and she did it. She couldn't say the word slavery, and then she went back to the audience member and says, well, what do you think it was about? That, that was honestly, <laughs> that was terrible. It was terrible. All right, coming up next, I do want to hear more from you. If you want to weigh in, 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Like I said, I don't think this is going to take her out of the race. I think that they're going to get over this, and by next week we'll be talking about something else, hopefully immigration. Uh, but uh, like uh, somebody callers pointed out, Trump is going to be the nominee. So uh, she wants to bow out now. She could, but she can't now, right, because she's got to save face. She can't make it look like she's bowing out because she couldn't say the word slavery. So we're probably going to see her for a little bit longer. But if you want to weigh in, let's do so right after the break. Hey there. The winter months are rolling in, and I'm excited to talk to you about Rescue Natural Supplements Deck the Hall sale. Now, we're talking up to a whopping 78% off on all products, including essential omega-3s, cholesterol support, natural pain relief, and much more. And get this, savings last the entire month. Oh, and did I mention, Rescue is offering 15 special health-boosting products at under 20 bucks. Now, to order, call 800-26-ALIVE. That is 800-262-5483. And speak with a Rescue product consultant. Or shop online at res-q.com. That's res-q.com. You can fortify your immune system, boost energy levels, and support overall well-being with rescue selection of over 50 high-quality natural supplements. There is no code needed to save up to 78% site-wide. So stay healthy this holiday season by shopping res-q.com today. That's rescue. When you move to assisted living, what do you get? At some places, you get tricked, hoodwinked, ripped off, duped, swindled, even hornswoggled. At Lorian Assisted Living, you don't get that. You get transparent pricing, no surprises, and you get 24-hour licensed nursing on site. Not every place has that. Try the Lorian Pricing Calculator. Know what to expect in five easy clicks. Visit LorianMakesSense.com. That's LorianMakesSense.com. Lorian makes assisted living make sense. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. The Rob Carson Show. Bad dog owners of the past, if their dog would make a mess, they thought they could go rub their dog's face in it and the dog would learn. But what the Democrat Party does, what Joe Biden has done, is they create a mess and they rub your face in it. And there are migrants released by the Border Patrol, they actually go through TSA faster than paying passengers in Tucson. They take them past security without ID to load them on planes to go around the country. The Rob Carson Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. This song. All right, we're talking about uh, Nikki Haley, former U.N. ambassador. Got a great text here. John, formerly from Towson, said, Kim, as the former governor of my state, South Carolina, she has to know that South Carolina's statement claiming the separation from the union was specifically because of their right to continue to practice of slavery. Yeah, John, you would think so. Now, I also remember, and I know, you, John, you remember this, too. Uh, she, had, she said that she was taking down all of the Confederate flags. Remember this? 
the whole flag, the flag debacle. You know, so many people that came forward and said, look, it's the flag. Who cares? Right. Slavery is over. No one's enslaved. Get, you know, it's, it's a done deal. But she was like she was trying to pander. It was like, you know what it is. It's just so racist to continue to fly this flag. And there were some people that felt the same way. I looked at it as like, you know what, it's a flag. But look, I don't live in South Carolina. Maybe it hurts people's feelings when they drive by it. I don't even know. Right? I don't I guess I, I guess I kinda look at it too. It's like I have feelings, but maybe not and I'm not as emotional as others. And so maybe, you know, from their perspective it just was just too much of a reminder. I don't know. Uh, but she was trying to play, you know, the virtual signal at that time and saying that, oh, we have to remove this flag because it does bring back so many memories. And I think when she got that question there at the town hall, she thought, yeah, this is a setup. And that's why they're asking me about, you know, the Civil War and the, and the causation. And so she couldn't really respond. And that's why she started pacing back and forth. And that's why she started to panic. Would really, and, and this is, you know, this just shows, and I kind of agree with Warnock there. She's not a leader. She's not a leader. Say how you feel, right? She's always talking about her Native American heritage. How do you feel about the Civil War? What do you think it was about? Don't sit there and think, you know, I'm going to say this because I think this is what people want to hear, right? That's not, a leader doesn't do that. Again, this is why I love President Trump. He doesn't care what people want to hear, he says what's on his mind. Connie and Denton, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I was going to comment on the same uh, issue. I'm just wondering if there was a mindset that she was appealing to, and especially with the South Carolina primary coming up. It, it, was she parsing her words because there's a mindset within South Carolina that she had to be aware of? That, And I agree with you. A leader doesn't have to... Uh, think about what they have to say they already know and they say it right right and 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 you know as a leader you know you just take whether there's backlash or not you kind of just take it you take it on the chin i don't right. know what so do you do you think that because she was governor of a confederate a formerly confederate state with a primary coming up that she was weighing her words yeah yeah, to that yeah, could have been. Yeah, for South Carolina, but also I do believe that she thinks MAGA supporters are racist. I think she believes that. I think she believes. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, Connie, thank you so much for calling in. I hope you have a happy New Year. Oh, thank you, and you too, and thanks for your show. Thank you, I appreciate that. Uh, coming up next, we will stay on this topic. If you want to weigh in, you can four one zero WCBM six eighty. 410-922-6680. Got a couple callers and also have a couple texts to read. And don't forget, 1125-ish, we'll be playing Who Said That? So you're not going to want to go anywhere. You get bragging rights and Maryland scratch-off lottery tickets. I don't know which one's better. I think it's bragging rights, right? Let everybody know you listen to Kid Plastic Live. We'll be back coming up next. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore is listening. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomas. The nation's highest court being asked to return former President Trump to the Colorado primary ballot. The Colorado Republican Party filed the appeal with the U.S. Supreme Court. The Colorado Supreme Court disqualified Mr. Trump from the ballot. An appeal from the Trump legal team is expected soon as well. And the prosecution trying to muzzle the Trump legal team in the former president's federal election interference trial. Special counsel Jack Smith's office is asking a judge to bar Trump's lawyers from raising what they call irrelevant political issues or arguments, including that the prosecution is vindictive and selective or was coordinated by President Biden. The motion to preclude Trump from introducing broad categories of arguments is a way for prosecutors to try to set parameters on what information they believe the jury should or should not hear. It was filed as the case is effectively on hold during an appeal of the former president's claims that he's immune from prosecution for acts taken while in the White House. I'm Julie Walker. Some big city mayors continue pleading for help dealing with an influx of illegal aliens. New York's Eric Adams joining some fellow Democrats in appealing to the Biden administration for assistance. We must feed, clothe, house, educate children, and all the services that you would give a normal adult. And we're seeing that play out on our streets of New York. And that is what the breaking point looks like. Adams criticizing Texas Governor Greg Abbott for sending illegal aliens who want to go to sanctuary cities like New York. In New York and Los Angeles, pro-Hamas protesters wreaked havoc at JFK Airport and LAX yesterday, blocking traffic to both airports and conveniencing thousands of travelers. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 51 points, the Nasdaq ahead 36. More on these stories at townhall.com. International Sousa's new blockbuster movie, Police State, exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest. 15 marked units on my property. Military-style soldiers pointing an automatic rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley. Police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state. They have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police State. Buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com.
Good morning. It's 1103. I'm Maggie Hunter with the latest headlines from the WCBM Maryland News Center. The National Weather Service issued a flood warning for parts of Cecil and Harford counties overnight. The warnings have expired, but the threat of further flooding remains after a storm system dumped up to two inches of rain on the region. Volunteer firefighters rescued a motorist whose car became stuck in floodwaters in Chapa last night. Police in Annapolis are investigating two shootings on the same street this week. Police responded to a reported shooting yesterday morning on Madison Street. They arrested a juvenile a few blocks from where the shooting occurred. Charges are pending. A woman was injured by glass that was broken in the shooting. And a single vehicle crash clogged traffic on the intercounty connector yesterday around breakfast time. All lanes heading westbound were shut down for more than an hour. As a result, at least one person suffered injuries that appear to be life-threatening. A look at sports and the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast next. Hi, I'm attorney Stephen Friedman. You know, my dad was a lawyer for 20 years before starting his own practice, the law offices of Michael Friedman. And over that time, besides honing his legal skills, he learned what clients want and expect from a firm. For example, it seems many businesses today do whatever is possible to keep you from talking to a live person. At our firm, we do the exact opposite. It's a priority to assure you speak to a real person who actually knows what they're talking about. For starters, our receptionist was an insurance company claims adjuster for years, and all our staff are experienced and knowledgeable. If you call after hours or on the weekends, we have a live answering service who we've worked with for years and know exactly how to immediately get in touch with us. You won't have to wait 24 hours or for the next business day to get a call back. Normally, you'll hear from us the next hour. So if you or a loved one have been injured by any negligent act, please call the law offices of Michael Friedman, 410-363-6848 for a free consultation. And there is never a fee unless we win. The Baltimore Blasts play the Harrisburg Heat tomorrow night in the TU Arena. And the Ravens lead the AFC at 12-3 and and will host the second-seeded Dolphins, who are 11-4 and on New Year's Eve at M&T Bank Stadium. The Ravens can clinch the AFC's top seed with a win over Miami. Now here's the exclusive WCBM Weather Channel forecast. Cold front's moving out. The cooler weather on the way. You'll notice that drop in temperature starting tomorrow. Today, we're cloudy, still very mild, 59. Tomorrow, one or two showers, 52. Saturday, no rain, 48 Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. It's 57 in downtown Baltimore, 55 in Arnold, and 55 in Columbia. I'm Maggie Hunter, 680 WCBM News. Stay connected and informed. Listen to AM680 or stream us on your PC, tablet, or phone at WCBM.com. The WCBM studios are sponsored by BetMGM. Go to WCBM.com or the WCBM app on your cell phone and register today. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Harford County. All right. Good morning. Good morning to you. If you're just joining us, I got to ask you, where the heck have you been? We're actually continuing a conversation from last hour. And that is the fact that Mickey Haley had a hard time explaining uh, what the causation of the Civil War was all about. She even asked the member of the audience there at the town hall what he believed the Civil War was about. And if you've ever been in a situation where you have an audience and there's Q&A, when you don't want to answer a question or you're not sure exactly what somebody wants to hear from you, that's when you do it. That's when you volley it back and say, well, what do you believe? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's it's like media 101 right it's kind of like just throw it back at them so that you know then it comes back around and then people aren't asking you to expand on your comment that's how it's like how you get out of it right it's it's a wiggle free card and so i was asking you what you felt about all of this in case you're just joining us again uh nikki haley was asked about uh what she believed uh, the cause and the fight was for during the Civil War, and uh, many of us would say slavery. And uh, she could not say the word slavery, and of course she's being beat up about it. Uh, I wanted to get more of your thoughts on it. I've got uh, Matthew and Rosedale. Matthew, wanted to weigh in? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Kim. Yeah, same to you. Um what I want to say is uh, she missed a great opportunity to speak up for the greatness of this country and its great place in world history. This is the only country that had a civil war over the issue of human freedom. No other country in the history of the world ever did what we did in the Civil War. And, you know, we put the death sentence to slavery. And Abraham Lincoln was the greatest moral leader, I believe, ever in world history. And he was against slavery, as attested to by the Lincoln-Douglas debates that was primary to him. Also, his Gettysburg Address says our country was dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know from Lincoln's diaries and letters he was opposed to slavery morally. Also, he invited Frederick Douglass to the White House. Yeah. He thought Frederick Douglass was brilliant. He had black friends, uh, African-American friends in Illinois that he loved, that he was affectionate towards. He truly believed that the African was equal to the European. Right. And intelligence and potential. He just so. And here's another thing about Lincoln's opposition to slavery: slavery and slave owners put his father out of business in Kentucky. When yeah. slavery was allowed in Kentucky, his father, who had a small farm, was put out of business because slavery was a form of monopoly, and the small businessman could not make it. You know, he could not with his uh, you know wages and prices could not compete with the slave owner. His father had to move to uh, Indiana. So Lincoln wanted a society where the poor could rise and improve their status. At that time, slavery was moving west of the Mississippi. And he ran on the ticket to stop. You know, his A house divided against itself cannot stand was all about slavery not spreading west of the Mississippi, going coast to coast, because it would divide the country. He was not opposed to states' rights. And the economic issues of, of industry in the north, uh, Northeast and all that, that was not primary to him. He ran to stop the spread of slavery. And uh, the South turned it into a war. He did not want that to happen. Yeah, well, and, Matthew, uh, I, I agree with you on those points. I appreciate that. Um, I guess my, my question to you is, do you think this is going to hurt Nikki Haley at all? I don't, I don't think it's going to hurt her in the primary, but I well, want to get your thoughts. Yeah, I, think it, I think it does because the next president must speak up for Americans' role in history with the racial issue. We have a terrible racial divide in this country, and you have people saying that, uh, you know, we're the bad, you know, the white European is the villain of Earth or something. And Abraham Lincoln was a white man who fought for the freedom of the African. Now, Africa had slavery going at that time. You know, I've heard, you know, black historians, uh, Thomas Solwell, point out that slavery was, was going strong in Africa during the time of our Civil War. And, uh, you know, Africans owned slaves. They conquered tribes and enslaved them. 
Right. Slavery has been going on since the dawn of time. We stopped it here. You know, the bloodshed of, of thousands of white people were shed for, this, for the freedom of the black man. And that should be spoken up. You know, the presidents of the United States should use their bully pulpit to end this racism in this country. Because we're the country that said no to treating, uh, you know, subjugating another race. But, and I mean, Matthew, I, I agree with you on... To, I agree with you on all these points. I guess my my point is, I don't think that it's going to ha- hurt our poll numbers here in the primary. I think it will because it shows a lack of, of depth, of understanding what this country is all about. And we need a president that understands uh, why our, our country should be uh, united racially. Not There should not be this divide and all this reparations. You know, have you ever seen the history of World War II where... Like, millions of white people died to put Hitler's uh, uh, Third Reich, which was based on Aryan supremacy. I mean, if Hitler would have won World War II, Africa would be a slave continent. Right. Slaves serving the Germans and the Aryan race were... I mean, white people defeated Hitler, and also the Japanese Empire was, was another racist empire, which would have treated all people of color as inferior. G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe beat those people. I mean, our leaders need to speak up for what what we've done here in the United States of America to stop inequality and injustice. Well, Matthew, thank you so much. I hope you have a happy new year. I agree with you. I do. I do think that we need a leader that does it. I'm just one looking at it, you know, from a broader standpoint, saying that I don't believe her poll numbers in this primary are going to take a hit. I think Matthew uh, looks at this because he is very well knowledge and educated on this topic. And I think that there are many people that are, but there are so many people that are not. Right. And I don't think this is going to drop her poll numbers. I could very well be wrong. And Matthew could very well be right. Uh, Robert in the text line says one could say the Civil War was not fought for the moral issue of slavery or to free the slaves. It was always about money. The North wanted to take slave labor from the South and exploit it for their own benefit. Uh, Robert, I guess some people could say that. I've got uh, Stu in Pikesville. Stu, what say you? Well, I, I don't disagree with anything he said. First of all, Wish you a healthy and a happy new year. You got a great show. Save you. And Thank uh, you. I, I really, really am impressed with your, with uh, the way you handle uh, callers. But honestly, I, I, I think you guys are really pouncing on Nikki Haley. I mean, I happen to be a Nikki Haley fan, and I, I'm hoping that Trump uh, finds a way to to go to to uh, Saudi Arabia and become uh, uh, king of Saudi Arabia, and then we have an open uh, Republican election. But I think you're picking on on Nikki Haley. I'm sure she uh, recognizes that slavery was a significant part of the Civil War and probably one of the major causes of the, the rift in our country. But honestly, she talked about freedom, and freedom is what slavery didn't allow. And she did address that. As far as her pausing, you know, you know, give me give me a break. I mean, we all pause before we speak sometimes to think about. The, the, the politically correct thing to say, I don't think she's afraid of the word slavery. I don't think Nikki Haley is afraid of anything. I think she's a phenomenal leader, a brilliant foreign policy uh, professional, and I think she would do incredibly well in the White House, and it's about time we have a woman running this country. Well, Stu, I appreciate you. I hope you have a great new year as well, but I, I do not agree 
that Nikki Haley did not pause because she was trying to figure this all out. And if she was trying to answer this in a politically correct way, I have a problem with that also. Because here in the Republican Party, it was under my understanding that we weren't trying to frame things in a politically correct way. I was under the uh, the understanding that we didn't play that game, right? We don't play identity politics, and we don't play, you know, being politically correct. We just speak the truth, and whether or not it hurts somebody's feelings, oh well. Uh, and I think Nikki Haley paused, and she paced back and forth on that stage because she was trying to figure it all out in her head as fast as she could. And in my view, and this is Stu, and I know you, you disagree here, and I love, you know, that's why we can agree and disagree. In my view, I, I just, <laughs> I, I think she... She fumbled. She fumbled. And as, as many of us pointed out, this was an opportunity for her to talk about how great the Republican Party has been throughout history. She dropped the ball. She really dropped the ball. Uh, let's see. We'll go to the next caller here. I've got uh, Fred in Baltimore. Fred, what say you? Hi, Kim. How you doing? Um, that question was, when did you stop beating your wife question? But the, the causes of the Civil War were mainly economic. Um, then, then states versus federal rights, then slavery, then Lincoln's election. The North was powered by the materials that the South produced with slaves. Um, the North was using immigrant labor in their factories that wouldn't run without the products the slave South set North. The North wanted that power. The, if there was any division in the country, the South would have been the powerhouse. They would have been in charge because they produced everything. Um, the North paid the immigrants almost nothing in those poor conditions, and they were getting material from the South that, that, like I said, the South was feeding the North. So it was more of an economic thing than anything. Slavery was part of that because cotton played the biggest role. Cotton itself. Well, let me ask you this. Cotton without slavery. So you couldn't have slavery without, there was no slavery without the cotton. So. Cotton played a bigger role than slavery itself. Cotton played part of the role in the economy, so that's where that came from. Slavery was not the main cause of the Civil War. Well, let me ask you this, Fred. If, if that question was asked to you by the audience member, what, you know, simply, what would have been your answer? When did you stop beating your wife would have been my answer. <laughs> it had no relevance in today's campaign. Zero relevance at all. It was a gotcha question. It, it ha- there was, there's no good answer. You see what the question has caused. It, it, so it, it takes the whole position. Of, it, now it's about what her answer is, not anything else. So it's just a distraction. That's all it was. Well, Fred, I appreciate your call, and I appreciate you weighing in. I hope you have a happy new year. Uh, I, I do think if she would have mentioned slavery, I don't think it would have been you know, this big of a story. And that's just me looking at it, all right? Now, of course, we're getting everybody else in, and that's what I love about the show. We get everybody else's opinion on it as well. I got Chuck in Brooklyn Park. Chuck, what say you? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Um, I think ultimately it might hurt her a little bit, and this is the reason why uh, history is so important. And these younger people have been lied to. I mean, hey, back in the 70s, when I saw that show Roots, that movie Roots, yeah, and the beginning where Anthony Zerby and some other hillbilly was in Africa throwing nets around people and catching them. Like I, I, I was screaming when I saw that because the, all the slaves came from Shaka Zulu's prisoners. He sold them to the Spaniards, the Portuguese, and the Dutch. 
the U.S. had no slave ships. If those slaves hadn't been bought here by those three countries, there wouldn't have been any slaves here. And I do agree that no one wants to pick cotton. It tears your fingers up. It's like razor blades. So you have to force people to pick it. Also, the cotton gin was coming in before the war. I think the war was about when they wanted to separate into two countries, and the North said, we need to go now because once the South is industrialized, the war's going to go on forever. Yeah. And I, I just think that that's why history is important. And history has been so subverted and ruined and just lied about just yeah. for people's, I guess, feelings or purposes. Yeah. But that keeps you from, you know, you make the same mistakes. You make the dumb same mistakes if you don't look at history. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, when I see that, and I think there's a lot of problems in this area because Annapolis was one of the biggest slave ports in the country. Yeah, for sure. I, so it's local. It's local. It is local. Eastern Shore, there's a ton of slaves over there. And they're just starting to get a notice with them. They're starting to get their rights, protecting their lands. And the same with the Indians and the blacks in Northern Virginia. Their lands were getting subjugated by developers, and they finally put a stop to it. Yeah. Well, Chuck, I think if if Nikki Haley would have responded like you did, I don't think she would be in this hot water this morning. Because she doesn't know history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even at her age, they weren't taught history. I'm 66. History is a big deal. But I'm a history buff, so that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chuck, I appreciate you calling in. I hope you have a happy new year. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Before we go to break here, I want to make sure we speak to Darlene in Parkville. Darlene, what are your thoughts? I agree with you, and personally, I hope it hurts her, because I don't think she's all that smart. And would you want that running your country? We already have one of them running our country. Think about (laughs) it. Not, Not you think about it, but the rest of the people out there listening. I'm 77, and I know history. Yeah. I didn't like it, but I know what it meant now. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, so I'm sorry. I hope it hurts her. Yeah. Well, Darlene, I appreciate you, and I appreciate you calling in. I hope you have a happy new year. Uh, look at that. <laughs> Darlene, straight to the point. I hope it hurts her. Yeah, you know, look, I don't think she's ever going to be the nominee. I mean, let's be honest about that. Uh, and like I said earlier, as we started this conversation, I think Vivek Ramaswamy is going to end up taking her. Remember, she did that town hall in New Hampshire. That's where she is now. You got Vivek uh, in Iowa. I think Ron DeSantis is still in Iowa. And the fact that she's already moved on to New Hampshire, I wonder if she feels as though forget about Iowa because she's not going to do well. Uh, because the New Hampshire Iowa, uh, caucus is after the Iowa caucus, and maybe that's why she's there now. Uh, but yeah, she she's going to have to at least put out a better statement than she did, saying, well, of course it's about slavery. Like, duh. That's what, <laughs> that was her response. So I think Darlene is actually correct there. I think she's not as bright as uh, many people think she is. Coming up next, we'll stay on this topic. I do want to hear from you, 410-WCBM680. That's 410-922-6680. And then also, you know, we play next, who said that? So don't go anywhere. Hey there, the winter months are rolling in, and I'm excited to talk to you about Rescue Natural Supplements Deck the Hall sale. We're taking up a whopping 78% off on all products, including essential omega-3s, cholesterol support, natural pain relief, and so much more. And get this, savings last the entire month. Oh, did I mention, Rescue is offering 15 special health-boosting products at under 20 bucks. To order, you got to call... 
800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483. And you can speak to a rescue product consultant. Or, if you'd like, you can shop online at res-q.com. That's res-q.com. You can fortify your immune system, boost your energy levels, and support your overall well-being with Rescue's selection of over 50 high-quality natural supplements. There is no code needed to save up to 78% site-wide, so stay healthy this holiday season by shopping at res-q.com today. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. Joining me in studio is Dr. Melissa Segev from AAI Audiology. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, what care and treatment are necessary? for one to be successful with a hearing aid. You know, we at Audiology Associates, there's so much counseling and follow-up appointments that are really essential for quality of care and success with devices. Once you get a hearing aid, it is not this event, and you go off and we never see you again. It's definitely a process where you come in for the initial fit, and then you're seen a week or two later, and usually two to three weeks later, and so forth, until we can really fine-tune the hearing aid for you. You know, we always use prescriptive targets, and what that means is based on the hearing test we did, we have prescriptive ideas of how much volume you need at certain pitches to hear appropriately, and we measure that objectively putting a little microphone in the ear with the hearing aid and match that up but really everyone's brain processes speech and sound differently so we really need to set it up send you into your world and then for you to come back and report the good and the bad so we can then fine-tune and tweak and repeat that process until we're to the point where patients come in and they're like it's perfect like don't touch it okay so so when i came in for my annual checkup which is something mrs elliott and i do we come into audiology associates to make sure we get checked uh, and we both have a little bit of hearing loss, high end. Yep. Uh, if it got severe, yep. then, and I was a candidate for a hearing aid, you could come in and boost just those frequencies. Exactly. Yep. We don't want to amplify everything. That's what we did in the 70s, 80s, right. 90s, right? We only want to focus on the area that's problematic. And so hearing aids now let us do that. They have different frequencies that we can control so we can amplify the good and or amplify the bad and right. not amplify the good and keep that at a comfortable volume. And you can do that at the same time you're dealing with background noise yep. and all the other stuff. All the other the, stuff. The, the advances in technology and hearing aids really are, are just amazing if you step back and take a look at the changes. They are. Uh, Dr. Melissa Segev, AAI Audiology Associates. Online you'll find them at aaiaudiology.com. This is the Sean Hannity Show. There have now been over 75 attacks against Americans in Syria, Iraq, and, and other areas in the region. And now another aggressive action by the Chinese Navy in the South China Sea against America's Navy. And it's like, and, and these are international waterways. And, what, and nothing seems to ever happen. Weekday afternoons, 3 to 6, on Talk Radio 680, WCBM. All right, we're wrapping up this conversation about Nikki Haley and her comments. Uh, you know, I've got uh, some people believe that these comments about, uh, I guess she was trying to explain what she believes Civil War was about without hurting anybody's feelings and without getting too deep into it. Because uh, to me, for me, uh, when I watched the clip, and I know we played it here, she looked like she was trying to play chess with all of this. It was a very simple question. I know some people believe she was set up. And yeah, look, possibly, right? I'm 90% sure it was a setup. And of course, a lot of it, I believe, like uh, one texter pointed out, because she was the governor of South Carolina, and she had all that nonsense with the flags. I think that it was a setup. But at the same time, it should not have been a setup. She should have been able to take that question and run. 
Okay, that should have been like the highlight of the town hall. We should be talking about this in a different light. This could have been when she schooled that audience member and everybody else in the country on what happened during slavery and after. Yet, she sat there and said, well, what do you think happened? <laughs> it was the worst response ever. Todd and Glenn Bernie, what say you? Hey, Ken, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, I just, <laughs> there's so much to unpack here. Um, yeah, the, the, the Civil War was about slavery, but that was part of it. It wasn't the only thing. Now, should she have mentioned it? Sure. But Nikki Haley is such a joke, and I want to comment on on the caller. I think his name was Stu a couple callers ago, um, where he's saying that Trump should be the dictator of Saudi Arabia. I, I don't even know what that means. Nikki Haley is not a good leader. She's a joke. She's a neocon warmongering chicken hawk. And it, it's just funny to hear people praise her because she, even during the debate, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy put her in short pants. She looked like a whipped puppy dog. Just total deer in the headlights. She's a... I I just don't get the the whole thing with her. It's just... I don't even know why she's in this race. But with that said, the slavery issue, yes, she should have mentioned slavery. It's an obvious answer. But it was more than that. It It was, as I agree with a lot of the callers that have called in, it was economics, it was states' rights. I mean, her state of South Carolina, if I recall, was the first state that, I guess, wanted to secede from the Union. And Abraham Lincoln, as much praise as he gets, I remember reading a quote years ago um, where he said, slavery or no slavery, my goal is to save the Union. That's it. That was his goal. Now, the Emancipation Proclamation... That did not end slavery. It took a constitutional amendment to end slavery. A right. president cannot do that unilaterally. Right. So, yeah, he, he put it in play for sure. But that's not what ended slavery. So, you know, as much as I respect Lincoln in certain ways, uh, I disrespect him in other ways uh, with, with his kind of uh, dictatorial um, attitude that he had on certain on certain subjects, but yeah. that's all I had to say. I mean, it, it's more than slavery. That's all, you know. Yeah, it, it's well, about, it was about states' rights, economics, secession, which secession yes. is not actually mentioned in the Constitution. But right, um, you right. know, there, there were there were states that wanted to secede. Um, Todd, I'm, Lincoln, I'm right Lincoln there with you. Uh, Todd, I'm right there with you. Uh, we got to play this audio real quick for who said that to stay on time. I thought actor people had actor children that had actor babies. I just didn't think that was even in the cards for me. I had no idea what that even meant. So I just felt really grateful for every time I had a job. And I thought, I'm just going to go home as soon as this stops. It hasn't stopped. Who said that? 410-WCBM-680. That is 410-922-6680. And we'll stay on this topic as well. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. Going to bat for Donald Trump, the Colorado Republican Party is appealing a state Supreme Court ruling and bars a former president from the state's primary ballot, the appeal filed with the U.S. Supreme Court. The Michigan Supreme Court has refused to disqualify Mr. Trump from running in the primary in that state, and the former president's applauding that decision. Colorado Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is districts, moving her campaign across the state. He'll join a competitive GOP primary for the seat that's being vacated by retiring Congressman Ken Buck.
Weeks before Taiwan holds national elections, China renewing its threat to forcefully annex the self-governing island democracy that Beijing considers to be a breakaway province. On Wall Street, stocks trading modestly higher this hour. More details at srnnews.com. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. 1000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Ends 221-24. New customers with Gigabit Extra Internet, Security Edge, One Voice Mobility Line, and Connection Pro with three-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. We had heavy rain yesterday, but now we've got a break with hardly a drop of rain in the forecast. No more rain today, just lots of clouds. 59 the high today. Overnight, we're dry, low to mid-40s. Tomorrow, there's a slight chance of a shower. Most of us won't get wet. The temperature's getting cooler, though, 52. And Saturday, a mix of sun and clouds, 48 the high Saturday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. With so many contractors advertising heating and air conditioning services, who should you trust with your family's comfort? The answer is Arundel Cooling, Heating, and Electrical with Carrier. Turn to the experts. Now offering 18 months, same as cash financing. Visit ArundelCooling.com. This is Pastor David Wilson of Cup Hill Bible Presbyterian Church with a moment of truth. Many examples are given in the Bible showing that God abides with those that depend upon him, whose strength is in him. When the Israelites became self-confident and dependent on their own strength, God allowed them to be defeated. Many people have asked me if I thought that America was and still is a godly nation. Without a doubt, we once were, and even to this day, I still see God's hand on us. And in spite of ourselves, we're still the most powerful nation in the world. Down through the years, the United States has certainly played a significant role in God's plans for Israel and the Jewish people. But all of that can quickly change. When we forget God, which we have done on a national scale, we risk the chance that God will forget us. The prophet Isaiah said that the arrogant will be humbled and human pride will be brought low, and the Lord alone will be exalted in that day. So what's next for America, good or bad? Blessings or curses, that's up to us. God will not be mocked. So take the hint, America, and do that which pleases God and not man. This is Pastor David Lewis at today's Moment of Truth. The number one selling brand of chainsaws isn't sold at the big box stores. Find steel tools only at over 10,000 locally owned steel dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. At Jackson U, at Jingle Bells is sounding a lot more like to Jingle Bells. Get a holiday loan for up to 1000 Bucks. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Forget about Macy's, Kohl's, or Target. The real deal for merchandise is at the WCBM store. Go to WCBM.com, that's WCBM.com, and explore the wide range of goods that we have for our WCBM listeners, like mugshot tees, hoodies, duffel bags, and so much more. Explore our unique collection and get some of our swag. Get yours now and own a piece of the conversation at the WCBM store, WCBM.com. 
Uh, we're playing Who Said That? We try to play it this time every single day. Uh, and if you know who said this, I need you to call 410-WCBM-680. That is 410-922-6680. We're also talking about Nikki Haley and the comments that she made. But I want you to take a listen to this audio clip and then call in if you think you know who said it. I thought actor people had actor children that had actor babies. I just didn't think that was even in the cards for me. I mm-hmm. had no idea what that even meant. So I just felt really grateful for every time I had a job. And I thought, I'm just going to go home as soon as this stops. It hasn't stopped. And I know who said that just because I like shallow actresses. That's really what I watch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you don't get it, we'll give a hint out here shortly. Again, we were talking about Nikki Haley and uh, the fact that uh, she was asked by an audience member, could very well be a plant, as many pointed out. Uh, she was asked uh, whether or not uh, she knew the reason for the Civil War. And uh, she could not mention slavery. And I will point out, because I know we had a lot of great callers pointing out how it was, you know, an economic issue as well. She didn't say any of those things. She she didn't she didn't mention that either. I was like, <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't taken it and ran again with the who said that. We are going to give you guys a clue because I feel like uh, there's some people that are struggling out there. Uh, she uh, dealt with a lot of sand. That's the clue right there. She dealt with a lot of sand. I know you're going to get it. 410-WCBM-680, 410-922-6680. Let me go back to the phone lines here for Nikki Haley. I got uh, Chris in Cockeysville. Chris, what did, what do you think about Nikki Haley and her comments? Hey, Kim. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. I think huge missed opportunity, not only to get lots of replay, but for the Republican Party and real history. While everybody said what is true, she could have said, well, while it was about slavery and it was a terrible time in our history in the United States, um, it's part of the reason I'm so proud to be a Republican today because it was our great, one of the greatest presidents of all time, Abraham Lincoln, who was the first Republican president who put, you know, put this in, in place. And it's a Democrat party who was willing to go to war all the way up until and including when it was came, came time to vote to allow black men to vote. They all voted no, not a single vote. Then when it came time to allow black men to have guns, not a single Democrat uh, Congre- uh, Congress allowed uh, voted for that. And she could have done the litany there and turned everybody's heads around, because when I have debates with the Democrat liberal nuts, and I bring this up, they look like you got two heads. Where do you know? The, how do you get this difference? They have no idea. It was a huge missed opportunity. Uh, she'd have gotten lots of replays and, and really increased the stature of the Republican Party. Yeah, Chris, I agree with you. And uh, like you said, she could have she could have went in so many directions with that. And she did it because, of course, you know, I think she was scared. I think that's why she was pacing back and forth. Chris, thank you so much. I appreciate you weighing in. All right. Thank you. Have a happy new year. Look, she could have done so much more. It wasn't. But look, you know what? She's probably thinking to herself, woulda, coulda, shoulda. It's easy to play uh, Monday morning morning quarterback. It's very easy to play that. Right. And, And so that's probably what she's thinking now. Uh, but even if you heard her response this morning, she was like, well, of course it was about slavery, duh. Like, her her response now even is more ridiculous than what her response was last night during the town hall. So it's like, you know, she didn't even clean it up very well. All right. Well, we are going to play Who Said That Here uh, right now because it looks like we have some people that called in and that you uh, believe that you know exactly who said it. Uh, so a second here, we're going to have uh, Brian play the audio, then I'll go to the phone lines. I thought actor people had actor children that had actor babies. I just didn't think that was even in the cards for me. I had no idea what that even meant. So I just felt really grateful for every time I had a job. And I thought, I'm just going to go home as soon as this stops. It hasn't stopped. All right. Who said that? Going to the phone lines here. I've got Don in Essex. Don, who do you think said that? I think it was Pamela Anderson. 
It was Pamela Anderson. What, what gave it away? Was it the voice or the hit? It was the voice, and then I read her not her book, her autobiography. So oh. I didn't even know she had a book. All right. Well, I know she's been making a lot of news lately because she's been walking around without makeup, which I really respect. I respect it a lot. She's got more courage than I do. Well, Don, you just won bragging rights and you got scratch off lottery tickets. All we ask is that if you win big, you buy something nice, you just call and let us know what it is. Because if it's like a boat or something cool, we just want to make sure we're living life through you. Could you do that for us? I could. Thanks okay. Lot, <laughs> Thank you. Have Sorry. a happy new year, Don. Enjoy. Uh, don't forget, you can play the exciting and fun scratch off game. Oh, snap. Just in time for the holidays. You can win up to $500 and it's scented with ginger snap. For details, go to mdlottery.com. Please play responsibly. You know, I do hope you guys win every time you get the scratch off lottery tickets. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? It really would. Uh, again, we are talking about Nikki Haley, and uh, we're going to be wrapping this conversation up here shortly, but I want to make sure that I get all of you that wanted to weigh in. I got Chuck in Lutherville. Chuck, you wanted to weigh in? Did you say Chuck? Yes, I did. Uh, you know what? Um, your show is better than my master's degree from the University of Maryland. These hosts all say they have the brightest group. I In one of the courses, I, I read a pamphlet called uh, Slavery is the Cause of the Civil War, and it showed how it was more complex than just slavery. Uh-huh. And some of your listeners have explained it better than that pamphlet did. But I think the reason that Nikki Haley is overrated, and this is the second one, she said when that thing with Gaza happened, that tragedy with Israel, oh, right. she said to bring all the people from Gaza to the United States. And, of course, they're raised to hate Jewish people, so I don't think that would have gone over well. But why she's overrated is as the um, the me, the person in at the United Nations people, she's a very forceful speaker. People think that was her policy. The policy was Trump's, which she was communicating very effectively. But it wasn't her policy, and people think it was, and that's why they overrated her. And for these, what happened um, in that town hall and what I just said, she's not a major leaguer in my mind. Yeah, and Chuck. It, uh, no, I agree with you there. Uh, she could have went so many different directions, even if she didn't want to mention slavery or wanted to. She could have pivoted in different ways, and she just really dropped the ball. I think so, and I think it's going to be very significant. And maybe now my friends will believe me that she's not major league and it wasn't her policy. Yeah. Thanks for your program, Kim. I no, love it. Thank you, Chuck. Thanks for waiting. In. I hope you have a happy new year. And Chuck's right. Uh, many of you that call in, many of you that text in, you're very bright, very knowledgeable. I love the fact that you're history buffs. I'm, I love the fact that you know your stuff. And that is what's so amazing here at WCBM is just like the audience here is just fantastic. You really are. Uh, you should pat yourselves on the back. I got a couple of texts here. Let's see. I got Chris says, what I would have asked the person who asked that question uh, would have been, are you referring to the Civil War 150 years ago or uh, the current one uh, going on in this country today? Chris, that is a good one to flip back on him uh, because it does feel like we're very polarized. And honestly, there are a lot of people wondering how we're going to get out of this. And some people are saying that we could end up uh, going through something not quite similar, but, you know, possibly uh, in the near future. And you just never know. 
You really don't know. Uh, I did want to talk about, uh, I know I mentioned it yesterday, uh, the calendar gate. I just wanted to just throw this to you because it's so ridiculous. If you're on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, uh, then you know that there has been this debate about that real Women of America calendar for five days. I kid you not. For five days, and it has been overwhelming. I actually had to go onto my my Twitter uh, account and mute the word calendar because I was so tired of being tagged in it. It has been like think about all the things that we're dealing with in this country and beyond. Right? Just think about that for a second. Then think about the fact that here we are in the Republican Party. And we should be focused on 2024. We should be focused on getting more voters, uh, you know, poll workers, election day judges, all of these things. You know what the Republican Party is focused on on Twitter for five days now? The Real Women of America calendar by Seth Weathers. Remember, he was in the studio with Ultra Right Beer. It has been insane. So there was a, a, a conservative influencer named Bryson Gray. He does like the MAGA songs and stuff. So he said the calendar was demonic, right? And so, of course, Seth and, and so many people got very upset about it. Like, what are you talking about? Well, anyways, I just wanted to inform you. It has been a nightmare. And... <laughs> And now people are saying that Seth should pull the the calendar. It is not what conservative stands for. Meanwhile, and I I think I even posted my picture in it. I have like a whole jumpsuit on. Like there's there's nothing wrong with the pictures at all. Uh, this one woman, Josie the Libertarian, is is taking so much heat because uh, she's wearing an apron and a dress, and she has like this pie that she baked in the calendar. Like that's her picture, uh, but there's a crucifix on the wall, and so they're saying that that's demonic. Because her her crucifix is behind her in the picture, and it shouldn't have been in the calendar. And so, it it is the wildest conversation I ever heard. I just wanted to put it on your on your table because I, if you do have a, a Twitter or X account, you've got to see how how this is blown up. And of course, you know Seth is coming out winning on this one. And uh, but you could see Jenna Ellis. There are so many people that are so mad at everybody that participated in the calendar. And I haven't said much about it. Like, I am in the calendar. But this is wild. This is wild. We're not even in swimsuits or anything, (laughs) anything that you you would consider inappropriate. And it's still happening. And my point is the infighting continues. And this is why we don't win. This is why we don't come out on top. It's like we we fight with each other about the most ridiculous things, and I just, I don't understand it. Also, when it comes to the election, you probably heard, and you probably heard here on WCBM, uh, Congresswoman Lord Boebert, who's in Colorado's District 3, she's now running in District 4, okay? Now, Colorado's District 4 is going to be a vacant seat because Congressman Ken Buck is not running for re-election. Now, of course, he was very upset. He threw a whole temper tantrum. Uh, when Speaker Kevin McCarthy was ousted, and he acted as though his life was over and he could not, leave, you know, move on, and you know, so that he said, "I'm not running for re-election. This, you know, Congress is now a joke." I don't know why he's thinking it's just now a joke. It's been a joke for quite some time, but that's what he said. And so now, Lord Boebert, if you forgot, she's under a lot of heat herself because she went to a musical theater in her district with some guy that she was dating. And they got a little handsy, and I'm not going to go into all of it, because this is a family show. It's a family show. But it's not something that you would think that any woman would do in public. You, you would not even imagine. Now, not only was she, they not only were they getting handsy, she was also vaping. 
And uh, the woman behind her who was pregnant actually tapped her on the shoulder. They have all this on video, mind you. They posted the video. She tapped her on the shoulder and asked her if she could please stop vaping. Now, meanwhile, you should be, they're not supposed to vape in there in the first place. But Lord Bobert thought that she could just go ahead and vape. Well, she turned around and told the pregnant woman to basically be quiet and mind her business. And she did not stop vaping. So somebody went out outside of the musical theater and got the uh, authorities there. And they had her removed during the show. Well, anyways, like I said, it was all on video. The video went viral. And even the handsy, like the touchy-touchy part, that went viral as well with it. And it looks really bad. And she's somebody that's always talking about family values. It, it looks bad. It looks really bad. And so we already knew that her district was in trouble. Uh, Adam Frisch is uh, the opponent she had in the midterms of 2022. She beat him by just 600 votes. And he's already been raising millions of dollars because a lot of people were saying at this point he's going to flip the seat. Well, just yesterday, she announced that she is not running for re-election in her district, in District 3. She's now going to hop and skip across the entire state and go to District 4. Now, I like Lauren Boebert as a person. Let's not get that part twisted. I do. I think that she's a firebrand. And when I saw her going up against Kevin McCarthy, uh, when he first became the speaker, I thought to myself, why is she doing that? Strategically, it was a stupid idea. I posted that on my Facebook page. People got mad at me for posting it. I don't really care. The post is still there. It was a dumb idea on her part. Uh, Kevin McCarthy can either make you or break you in those very close races if he wants to. And I thought if she wants to really keep her seat and continue to be an America first patriot on Capitol Hill, which we need, we need her, that she should just simmer down a bit. But she didn't do it. Well, anyways, uh, you know, this video comes out and basically, you know, like I said, a lot of people in her district are very upset with her and she knows that she cannot win re-election. Now, we've been talking about this for months, right? This is a seat that's going to go to the Democrats. And if we're looking at our majority there in the House, we're going to be looking at this seat as well. And I don't know, it doesn't seem like the Republicans have someone, you know, ready to step in there because I think many people thought that she was going to run for re-election. And that's what happens, right? When you have an incumbent, that is very a good one, like Lauren is, she votes the way that many of us want her to vote, then you don't step up to the plate. You allow her to continue to sit in that seat. I would say similar to what we see here in Maryland with uh, Andy Harris in the 1st District. There are many people that love what he's doing on Capitol Hill, and so there are some Republicans that say, you know what, even though I do want to run, I'm just going to sit it out because I think Andy Harris is doing a good job. Well, that's what's been going on in Colorado. So now she's going to District 4, and I believe that it's selfish. That's where I sit on this. I think it's selfish because guess what? I still don't think she's going to win that seat. Now, is it a Republican red district? Yes, it is. But Ken Buck is what? He's not America first. Ken Buck is establishment. And I think establishment Republicans do well in that particular district. And so, yes, she could run over there. But you still have many people in Colorado that are upset about her behavior in that theater. And so I don't think she's going to win that seat. I'm going to be completely blunt and honest. I don't think that she's going to even win the nomination. And I think Kevin McCarthy, who's now at his pack full time because he stepped down completely from his seat, I think he's going to make sure she doesn't win that seat. And so what's going to happen next? We could get a very milquetoast candidate to sit in that seat, and then they could also be beat by a Democrat because many other people will stand down because now Lord Boebert is running for that seat. I think it's selfish. I think it's a selfish move. If I were her, like I said, I like Lauren. If I were her, I would just sit it out. 
I would sit it out for two years and then make a run in two years when you've done community work, when you've engaged with voters, and when you've shown people that, yes, you made a mistake, but you are more than just that one mistake. That's what I believe she should have done in this case. And so I do believe that we're going to lose both seats in Colorado. Yes, I do. I think we're going to lose District 3, and I think we're going to lose District 4, and I think Democrats are going to take them home. And you know what? Kevin McCarthy, from my understanding, he's so upset with the fact that he was ousted as Speaker. From my understanding, he doesn't even care if a Democrat wins. And that's another reason why he left the House, let's be very honest. He doesn't care if Republicans lose the majority. He's not there. He doesn't care. So I wanted to weigh in on that because it really is upsetting to me. It really is. Uh, I wish that she would run for her seat or just take two years off. But obviously, that's not what she's going to do. And you know they're going to make a spectacle out of it. It was the number one trending story yesterday. Of course, CNN and MSNBC are all over it. The DNC, they're going to do the best they can to make sure there's a good Democrat running in District 4 now against her. And they're going to make a mockery of it all. And through the entire time, you know what they're going to show? That video from the musical theater where she was getting handsy and grabby with her date. And it's embarrassing. It is truly embarrassing. And what are we talking about on Twitter? A calendar. (laughs) A freaking calendar. All right, coming up next, I told you I'm going to have to defend Mayor Brandon Scott today. I know. it, It goes against everything in my being, but here I am. We'll talk about it coming up next. The following is a paid announcement. Hi, I'm Congressman Andy Harris. Our country's in trouble. Our national debt is over $33 trillion, or $100,000 for every man, woman, and child in America. A recent CBS poll showed that the average Maryland family must spend an additional $12,778 annually just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed two short years ago. Make no mistake, this is the result of the Biden administration's disastrous economic policies. It's time for Congress to get federal spending under control. Every day, hardworking American families have to balance a budget for their own homes, and Washington should have to do the same. In Congress, I'm fighting to cut woke, weaponized, and wasteful spending from our budget and to bring fiscally sane spending policies back to Washington again. If you want more information, go to harris.house.gov. That's harris.house.gov. Paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Most folks don't realize this fact. Our country is only four missed meals away from chaos. And those meals can vanish fast. In a national emergency, fragile supply chains break down and will wipe grocery store shelves clean in a matter of hours. Before this happens, there's something you should do today. Let's stock up on emergency food storage. My Patriot Supply is the company millions of American families trust for their emergency supplies. You should, too. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each kit contains delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and other survival necessities. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day, fast. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. Those who know what's coming, prepare before the chaos starts. 
MyPatriotSupply.com. The Hilton Garden Inn, conveniently located in Owens Mills with easy check-in using their digital key. Just download their Hilton Honors app. Whether it's a special event or a get-together for dinner in their garden grill, you can be sure of a great time for all. Relax in their indoor pool and wake up to a delicious cup of coffee and made-to-order breakfast. And for your catering and event space needs, they have that too. Call the Hilton Garden Inn in Owens Mills, 410-654-0030, 410-654-0030, where your stay matters. Are you ready to experience the excitement of online sports betting? BetMGM is here to make it happen. Visit WCBM.com to claim a special offer and get started today. Here's the offer. Register, deposit at least $10, and place your first wager. If you lose, you're covered up to $1,500 in bonus bets. Such a deal. Don't hesitate. Visit WCBM.com and seize this opportunity and start betting now. A lot can happen in an hour. We'll update you at the top of it. These are important moments, and this is news. Minutes away. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got an email here uh, from Mark. You like the way that sounds. Mark says, Kim, I ordered that swimsuit calendar a week ago. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Well, first of all, thank you for purchasing it. Uh, most of the proceeds goes to the uh, Riley Gaines Foundation. And uh, she's helping with the whole fight of keeping biological men out of women's sports. Uh the the calendar company, Ultra Right, or Service Dabs, you know, with Seth, they're donating ten percent. And then when you use like the discount code Cam, that's my code. And so I'm actually donating all of my percentage to the Riley Gaines Foundation as well. And most of the most of the women are, you know, taking that money. But uh, what's interesting about it is like a lot of people are calling it a swimsuit calendar. Meanwhile, Riley Gaines is the only one in the swimsuit, and she's a swimmer, right? And so, but they're making this huge deal about this calendar. Calendar. It is unbelievable. It, it really is. Meanwhile, my picture, a little inside scoop here. I I went to to Florida, to Destin, Florida, to take my picture for this calendar. Turns out that I hated the picture. All right. I, I hated it. Like I looked through all of them and I said, no way. This is terrible. Well, anyways, so Seth uh, was like, all right, I'm just going to take a picture from your Instagram uh, from like, you know, May, April, whatever. Nobody saw it that much. You know, that not recently. So my picture, my personal picture is from my Instagram account. It's not even like this whoa picture. I've I posted many other things that were a lot edgier. And of course, I'm not in a swimsuit. Like I said, I'm in a jumper. But it, it's it's just so crazy how so many people are very upset about it. And I'm like, really? With all the things that we have going on right now, this is what upsets you? Ugh, you know, this whole holier-than-thou thing, I do believe this is what keeps a lot of people from voting Republican. And I'm, I'm all about, you know, being a conservative. But, look, I know I signed up to conserve the Constitution. All right? You know, what your man does with the calendar, that has no, I don't, no concern for me, okay? <laughs> I don't really care what you do with the calendar, people. I don't think it's not a concern. It's about raising money. Uh, but, yeah, there are a lot of people that are extremely upset. And I was surprised to see Jenna Ellis as one of those people, especially with all the all the drama she's going through. Anywho, I did want to talk about Mayor Brandon Scott before we go. Uh, Mayor Scott and his fiance Hannah, they have a registry uh, for the baby online. As you know, the baby was just born 
I guess that was the day before yesterday. I think so. Yes, the 26th. Well, anyways, uh, the baby was born, and now they have a registry online where they are, you know, like anybody else. And they have on there the stroller, the bottles, the diapers, and all this other stuff. And it's online. Well, and I know there are many people that have emailed it to me, too. And everybody was like, the nerve of them. You know what? It's a baby registry. (laughs) It's a baby registry. And I'm pretty sure it was probably the girlfriend's idea. Or even her friends or her sisters. You know how it goes. Usually you don't even make your own registry. A lot of times it's a family member or your best friend. Uh, so I am not going to give him, you know, any points, no points taken away on this one. I'm sure it was, it was the girlfriend that did it. All right. As always, Brian, thank you for a great show. I'll talk to all of you tomorrow at 9 a.m. I hope that you can join me. Did you get that present you desire this holiday? If not, come to Westminster Speed and Sound as we have what you always wanted. Remote car starters are one of our most popular products as you'll never go out to a cold car again or have to worry about scraping windows. We even have smartphone-controlled solutions. Window tent is another popular item as you'll experience increased comfort, reduced glare, and protect your skin and eyes from the sun's damaging UV. And then there's ceramic paint coatings that will make your vehicle shine like never before while staying clean a lot longer. Imagine not spending countless hours washing it all the time. CarPlay and Android Auto are technologies we offer that allow you to safely harness the power of your smartphone while driving. Features like calls, texting, navigation, and music apps can often be operated by voice control. Truck accessories like bed covers, side steps, and weather tech products have been popular for decades around here. Westminster Speed and Sound is conveniently located in Westminster, Maryland, and you can look us up on the web at westminsterspeed.com. That's westminsterspeed.com. <laughs>